Hello, and welcome to the East Blue Podcast. We are back, and today I'm joined by first-time guest, a special friend of mine, Jagger. Hey, what's up? My name is Jagger. Nice to meet you guys. Cool. Good and, to be here. Yep, nice to have you. Today we're going to be talking about anime, so this has been a highly anticipated uh, topic, so yes. I'm excited. Anime is like one of my favorite uh, hobbies, uh, as it is for Jagger. So, getting started, the first question is, how did you get into anime, and what were a couple of the first anime you got to. So go ahead, Jack. So it's actually funny, though, because, like, I guess how I got into anime, it, I remember the first, um, because I feel like once you watch anime, right, you're like, wait, is this anime? You're kind of thinking it's like it's cartoon, right? And so when I was younger, I watched, um, like, Cartoon Network turned into Adult Swim, right? And Adult Swim actually aired a lot of anime back then. I didn't know that. You know, I was, like, probably gosh, elementary school. And I ended up watching, like, it went from, you know, Cartoon Network to, like, watching Family Guy. And then something like anime would be, like, Full Metal Alchemist came on, Big O came on. Um, Big O, I didn't yeah. know. So, oh, cool. so it, it didn't really occur to me that I was watching anime. I was like, hey, this is actually, like, really cool. And then I didn't think it was until, like, later. Because I remember also watching, like, Naruto um, mm -hmm. in elementary, too. And, like, at that point, too, I was like, whoa. I'm like, these shows are, like, I think ahead above the rest because I watched like, like a lot of cartoons like you know Nickelodeons or whatever oh, for sure but these were like so far different and so I think for sure it was probably until like years and years later probably like middle school where I ended up actually watching like Full Metal Alchemist on uh, Netflix and that was kind of like the first anime I actually really watched and acknowledged it as like hey this is anime so what year was that was that Brotherhood or the original that was the original so oh, the yeah. first anime I remember like it was for sure the original Full Metal Alchemist, and that was probably, let's see here, middle school, I was, mm, 2000, 2009, 2010? Nice. Yeah, and that was, that was an amazing thing, because, like, that was such a good show to start off on, and I, was, yeah. I loved it, and that's what pretty much started the whole anime craze for me. So, what about you? Yeah, so for me, um, so I started off, like, obviously, you know, there are things like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh!, but even though those are anime, those are, like, the first ones, I never really considered it anime yet, because right. I wasn't really aware of it. But um, my first anime was sometime, I think I was in like fifth grade, I just made a decision like, all right, there's this thing called Naruto, I'm going to try it out. So I just go on, I remember, I think I was like using YouTube, and I was just, I, was, I watched the whole thing, and I, I loved it, and it was just, it was a great experience, so from there I'm like, all right, I'm into anime now, now I need to try some other stuff. Um, and then from there, I found, well, I think my second anime was my brother recommended me Samurai Champloo, and then that was the second anime I watched, he had like the DVD, and then I watched that, and I loved that too. And uh, so to this day, those are like two of my favorites. And then from there, I would like go on the internet because um, I actually didn't have TV growing up. So I just, I really just had to look either online or something like that or have like DVDs of something. But, um, and this is like before I had Netflix because now that opened up right. more, more options. But yeah, I mean, online you can find pretty much anything, um, you know, bootleg it or whatever. But yeah, I'd go on like communities, like mainly like I think YouTube first because I first, um, I would look once I copped to Naruto. I'd look up like chapter reviews, and then from there I found people who did those, and then they'd recommend other anime. And then I found about like One Piece and Fairy Tale and all these other things that I uh, got into those. And then from there, you know, I just discovered more anime, and then I discovered Crunchyroll, and then that opened up more options. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's how I got an anime. Nice, you. All right. So the next question is, what do you like about anime? And then I guess also add to this is what makes anime special or different from other mediums. I say for me, anime has been such a cool medium just because it's, um, and I had to talk to somebody this about this, like kind of like the other day, as far as like, hey, why does anime need to be anime though? It can't just be like a regular show. 
And I was like, well, I'm like, anime appeals to you in a way because, like, one, I love animated things. I think the animation, like, the effort that goes, like, into anime is just, you know, it put the right studio behind it, at least. It's mm-hmm. it's beautifully done. And I think um, for them, they can kind of, if you're doing it in an anime, you can kind of go a little far-fetched. You can kind of go a little sci-fi. You can put supernatural something in it without it being cheesy. Because a lot of people, like, TV uh, shows, whatever, that are, like, live action, right? They have kind of, like, cheesy effects if they try oh, yeah, to do something definitely. supernatural. And it doesn't come off like, oh, wow. You know? And yeah. I mean, some anime, yes, there'll be, like, the, like, god-awful CG. Like, that is abysmal. But, um, I think anime for, uh, I think going outside, like, the realm of, like, you know, hey, they can do something more, like, think of, like, Death Note, or think of, um, let's think of, like, I, say Naruto. Naruto, like, yeah, you cannot put that in live action. There's action sequences you couldn't do in live action. There's just I no mean... way. It's gonna come off good, though. Yeah. Because I think if you take Naruto and you put it in a live action, it would have not been what it was. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, that's what makes it different, too. And I think um, the medium for it, it it really has brought so many, yes, you have your weebs and otakus and kind of like, you know, your nutty people. But it really did bring so many people together, I think, as far as like, hey, this like this show has a great message. And I that's what I really like, you know, when like a an anime studio really puts their all in their heart and something and uh, something so great comes out of it. So, yeah, I'd say that. Well, there's a, there's a lot of different things I like about anime. I guess to start off, I like animation, you know? And that's, mm-hmm. I like anime, I like anime movies like by Pixar and DreamWorks, and I like cartoons, so I just love animation. And past that, I think there's something special with anime. Um, the first thing I would say is, uh, like any medium, you're going to have unique stories in, in anime that you can't find anywhere else. Like you yeah. said, like Death Note. That's That was made, my manga was made into an anime, and there's nothing else that has that. I mean, now they try to make a live-action movie, but that... Didn't yeah. go very well. Um, yeah, and you got tons of these different stories that are unique to anime. And then past that, I think anime does something better than any other medium, which is the hype. Like, yeah. anime brings the hype with, uh, you know, just these these moments. And again, I think it's based on that they were made from co- manga, which are comics. And and I guess you could also compare this to, to comic books like Superheroes 2. It's just like they're like... They base the story off these like panels, like these shots of just epic moments, and then that when you translate that into anime, you get those kind of shots. I was just right. those things hype me up. And then uh, the other thing I would say, what was it, what was I gonna say? Something makes it special or different from other mediums. Um. Oh yeah, it's just like anime is like a celebration of itself. Like it's a celebration of these stories. You have openings, and they put so much work into the opening. Yeah, Who else like does that? And right. and uh, live action stuff is just like quick like sometimes just like a 10 second opening thing like and it's like no like we have this special show and like we're gonna get this great music and this these great animations of things that are gonna come in the show and then you have the ending themes too and it's just like it's just like i just feel like it's a celebration of stories that's what anime is um to me so okay that's good um next we're gonna move into this uh segment that we're gonna do throughout the podcast where we're gonna pick a genre and then talk about it so first jagger you can go ahead and pick a genre any genre, if you want, you can take a look at this. I will start it off, I guess, on what I started, which was, it's going to be pretty much action. Oh, yeah. Um, action, to me, that genre in anime has been so, like what you said, hype. Because I think, uh, start, like even my first anime, Full Metal Alchemist, had such a, like uh, such amazing fights. Like there was, um, and I think we can go into spoilers because it's Full Metal Alchemist. Sure. If you haven't seen. Well, we'll yeah, if we talk about current anime, we'll kind of stay away from it. But um for Full Metal, I thought they had still some of my favorite fights. I thought between uh, Edward or Greed or, you know, it's 
it, they had so many good fights and it's just i love the animation and the fight because i think there's like a super like a huge weight behind each fight and uh or at least what makes a good fight um so when there's like weight i guess behind a fight and there's like stakes on the line and there's you feel like man something like is great about to happen and there's like so much hype and then once it finally does happen i think it really just delivers well as far as like uh what anime does and so action anime is probably the most popular yeah, I probably. would say because I mean, you have your Dragon Ball Zs, you have your Naruto's, you have One Piece, yeah. you have, um, yeah. God, you know, so most many. popular anime right now. Like exactly. you, you'd have My Hero, exactly Black Clover, which, uh, yeah, which blew up all those. Um, so I think every, that appeals to everybody because they kind of like the action. They like something that grips them, and uh, obviously, I love the fight scenes, and I think anime does a perfect, perfect job in creating some of the best action scenes in any medium. Yeah, yeah, totally. Why I love the action genre too. It's among my favorites, if not my favorite in anime. Um, you know, I love several of my favorite anime are action series. Naruto, Yu Yu Hakusho, Fate Zero. And those are probably my three favorites as far as not only are they just great animes in general, but then their fights are amazing. And probably Naruto would be my favorite. Yeah. I mean, you think of some of these fight scenes like Rock Lee vs. Gaara. Yeah, it's just like incredible. And that's something, again, you can only find in anime. There are just certain things that that they just, we have, they have a way of animating that you, you don't really see it as much in other genres and another thing actually i forgot to say this and I, this would be a good thing to bring up here is why i like anime over other mediums is that they have more mature stories like they'll show blood right. they'll show uh more intense scenes that most cartoons because our view of cartoons in the west is that cartoons are for kids you don't really see that there are exceptions there are a few cartoons that are a little more uh violent but anyway you mainly get that in anime right you get these serious fights where people die sometimes and you know when you get punched in the face you know, you spit out blood because that's what happens um so yeah, that that uh, I like action. You know, I like the the hype fights, and I just and with action, you know, I feel like it's. I still do think it needs to have a really good story at the, where I am now, but it it's fun. I I think action is something that that is that can be the most enjoyable sometimes. Um, right. So yeah, that's good for that. Let's see, name three anime that you would recommend for newcomers. Um, let's see here, it. Man. I can go first if you want. If you want to think, yeah, about go ahead, it. go ahead. So my three. So to start off, again, going along the lines of something action oriented, that's gonna get, get people excited. Now, by the way, this is in 2019. Three anime that you recommend. If you asked me this five or ten years ago, I would have said Naruto for my first pick. And even though that is still an anime that I think it got me a lot of my friends. It got me into anime, and it got a lot of my friends. Like I have several friends that I'm like, hey, watch Naruto. They watch it, they loved it, and then they watch more stuff. So that's a good recommendation, but I think right now in 2019, I would recommend My Hero Academia because it's uh it's a great battle shonen and it just it uh it's modern and it's well paced and it's and it's recent and I feel like that's why it would be good for new people because people kind of want to get on a hype train of something that's airing right now rather than watch something older. So yeah, I think My Hero is good and I feel like it just reaches it's just reaching a wider demographic. Maybe not necessarily wider than Naruto, but as far as most anime goes, it's really reaching a mainstream audience so that's a good one another one would be death note because again i think it's an incredible story it's an incredible concept um it shows people if anyone thinks anime's for kids you show them death note they'll see yeah anime can be very <laughs> intense and it can be philosophical and it can be have like uh characters that aren't all just good heroic people that are doing more uh morally great things and it's just a very uh very well crafted story a great thriller for people who like thrillers and then my third anime would be sword art online 
Now, even though it's not the best anime, I think it's a good anime for people starting off to see what the genre can do because, yeah. again, it has a lot of things. It has adventure. It has fantasy elements. It has a concept based off a game, so it kind of has some sci-fi. It has, like, a romance. has cool action scenes. So I feel like it has a lot of things that people want to see. Again, whether you like Sword Online or not, you have to admit it's an anime that a lot of beginners really enjoy, so it's a good one to get people into it. So those would be my three. So <clears throat> as far as recommendations, I think I agree with you on uh, what you said, and I think you have to know your audience. I don't think it could be like a universal, hey, this is my list and it works for everybody. Yeah. Just because, you know, you have people and uh, there are Japanese, you know, anime tropes that you kind of want to stay away from mm -hmm. because that will scar people. And I think... Yeah. To the point where uh, in Seo, there's a point where, you know, you have your ending rate, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Borderline, yeah. you know. Well, yeah, yeah. That was, that was and... definitely a, that was a, a So weird it's just like, you got to be careful, I think, with yeah. what you um, get somebody totally. into. Because I think Death Note 1 is a great one. Because that one has such a good story. It really is like, it compels you to really, like, hey, what's going to happen next? And then on top of that, there's, yeah, man, the back and forth between the main characters. Like, you really get into like what's going to happen next and like just the amazing, amazing story and like the thought that goes behind each character and like the stakes uh, yeah. at the whole thing. So. And to, to add one thing also, because I didn't say it, is Death Note's like really realistic and I feel like it, that's a good one for people to start with who maybe don't want to jump into something that's, if, they, if they're not used to anime and they jump right into a really one with a lot of anime tropes, they might not understand it and be weirded out by right, it. Right, right. But Death Note's pretty much, it's pretty, pretty gr grounded. But anyway, continue. Yeah, uh, and I would stay away from comedies because, again, I think that goes off the tropes that, you know, some certain yeah. anime can play off of and they're not going to get it. It's not really going to be funny to them. Mm -hmm. They'd have to watch anime to really get, like, a Japanese comedy. Um, so Death Note, I would say, would be one. Um, let's see here. I mean, I would say Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, it is on the longer side because I, I would probably want to stay away from something that's like on the longer side just because people are going to want to sit down and they'd rather have like a 12, 13 episode, I think. That'd be kind of like the most easiest gateway. So, I mean, I'll just say the recommendations that I gave my girlfriend and I kind of gotten her into anime, what's worked for her. Uh, we started with Death Note and then we moved our way into uh, Erased, <clears throat> which Erased was a pretty good mystery, like kind of like thriller yeah. um and it's really emotional i feel like that's yeah. something it adds that is a good one for people to start with you know compared to death note it has right. a, a little more emotional impact right um so she loved that and i mean despite the ending and i think despite a lot of the shortcomings that erased had it is still very gripping and it's still like you're really mm -hmm. enjoying most of the ride up until the end i agree um so she loved that one and then what we're watching currently right now is demon slayer and demon slayer obviously mm -hmm. everybody knows about that one because the hype behind it is pretty, yeah, pretty real. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's like that one, and so we're moving on to, uh, I think, another anime pretty soon here. But she also watched Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland would be a great mm -hmm. one, um, just because again, the first twelve story or twelve episodes rather are just, it's they're great. They're just they're great. So yeah. I think uh, just amazing story, and short anime. Um, and has good characters. I think uh, as long as you have those things, I think you're uh, pretty good for newcomers to have uh, good recommendations. Nice. Um, what is the last anime you finished, and what were your thoughts on it? Mm, let me pull up my list here. So from just just the very last one, because uh, we'll get into more later. Let's see here, because yeah. either it was Darling in the Franks, I think was the last one I finished. Um, yeah, I think Darling Franks was the last one I finished, and that one was... There's... Okay, so for personally for me, I loved it. 
I, I think it's still one of my favorite anime. It jumped up in my list uh, just because I think a lot of people um, aren't going to like it just because of, you know, there's certain things or, you know, the story. And I, I would agree. Last three episodes or so, last four episodes weren't um, the best and it kind of jumped out of nowhere. And uh, and I love Trigger, uh, Studio tr- Studio Trigger, rather. Um, and I think a lot of their stuff is great. Uh, personally, I just, I love them. And so anything that they do, and one, the show was beautifully animated. Um, the characters I really liked, uh, as far as like, you really felt like an emotional attachment to these kids because kind of like a backstory, I guess, really quick just to describe it. So like these kids were in this like post-apocalyptic, like everybody in this world to this point has, um, received immortality through the use of like science basically. And so they use, um, they call it magma energy, right? And so they draw from the earth's core basically to obtain this magma, which this magma has basically furthered and improved and enhanced their science to like a crazy level. So this whole dystopian like future has been created and people are so like um, enamored with like, hey, like let's become immortal. They figured it out. So like Mm -hmm. everybody is immortal, but it um, made it so that I guess the procreation of like humanity was not able to continue. So they had to basically like, stop it um basically like, those immortal cannot you know uh have kids right and they can't i didn't procreate. know all this so you're saying so, wait are the characters in the show immortal because i only saw the first episode so the adults are oh okay. so the adults uh, all everybody to the adults are immortal and so the only people basically that are like the children and stuff they're all pretty much mm-hmm. cloned and they're handmade or whatever right and like in labs so and that's a mecca right and it's a mecca anime so the only thing is um the kids are the only ones that can pilot these mechas that fight the, uh, they call them Kalaxosaurs, um, that come out. And since they started mining for magma, these Kalaxosaurs started, like, showing up and uh, destroying things. And so the kids are the only ones that can really pilot these mechs. And they basically fight against the Kalaxosaurs. And uh, this whole story, basically, that's kind of, like, the premise behind it. And so the characters, um, I think, really emotionally touched me just because the kids were kind of, like, battling with themselves because their their, their sole purpose was to you know, pilot these mechas. And so they thought of, um, you know, basically like, you know, they didn't have a dad, they didn't have a mom. They were grown up to basically be, Hey, you are going to pilot this mech because you have to go protect the adults. And so the adults kind of, and wait, why again, can't the adults go in the mechs or so for trigger reasons, um, you have to have reproductive organs. Like you basically have to be able to, um, yeah. So basically you have to have those like kind of like genes or that kind of like, um, you know, all right. Yeah, that ability to procreate. Sure. And so um, basically that's why the kids operate it, and they have to operate it in pairs, a boy and a girl. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Are they both in the same mech? Because, again, I still yeah. remember. So they're, okay, they're, in the, yeah, both, yeah. they're in the same cockpit and everything, nice. and they're uh, they're together. Um, so I think just the emotional attachment, like I said, was it was amazing. And I think the kids really coming of age because it was kind of going through that um, puberty stage, and they were kind of finding out, like, um, just to, like, work through problems, becoming adults and becoming and, like, making their own um, their way in life and uh, I guess finding their own purpose, you know, cause a lot of the purposes and the goals and everything was just kind of shoved upon them. And, um, when that was taken, I guess, from them, like, you know, say like the adults didn't really care about them like they thought they did. And that was like, well, that was a wow moment for them because they're mm-hmm. like, whoa, like we're in this alone. But then they kind of leaned on each other and they yeah. really grew and like they were, I don't know. I just loved the moments like that. I thought there were uh, some pretty good moments personally, Cool, but yeah. All right. Um, the last anime I saw was Darker Than Black, and overall, I'd say I enjoyed it. It was um, it was interesting because it reminded me of Death Note Code Geass, and that 
in some ways in that you had this main character who's kind of hiding his identity and doing things. But it also it was it had some other parts that were unique to it. It had like um it had like a lot of action with uh, different people with superpowers. I guess the story is that you have like these you have this this city and then you have these people who are contractors who have these powers and then you have governments and different agencies that use them and often like against each other. And yeah, I, th- I thought it was interesting and um it was also an interesting style because it was like episodic in a way. Um uh, it was but two episodes at a time. There'd be like two episode story arcs and I've never seen that actually before. I've seen like one episode story arcs and I've seen like longer than two episodes, but so- I've never seen it like that. But it was interesting. I I overall enjoyed the whole thing. Uh some cool characters. I was surprised um, this one character, who was the detective who was more comedic or whatever. He's kind of, I don't know if you remember him, but I ended up actually thinking oh, yeah. he yeah, was yeah. Uh, pretty funny. I heard, well, my brother said like, he, I don't know, that character is kind of annoying, but I actually ended up liking him. Yeah, I thought he was one of my favorites. Yeah, he was actually kind of yeah, funny. I thought him, kind of and his, funny. him and his assistant were pretty funny. And yeah, the main character is cool and uh, yeah, uh, overall a uh, cool anime. Next, um, what are you watching right now? So I'm actually watching, I feel like, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the current anime right now, I am on Demon Slayer. Uh, we're pretty much just finishing up. I think that ends up next episode. Um, from the New World, uh, which has been... I don't want any spoilers, but tell no, me no, tell I, me generally your thoughts. Yeah. Generally, I thought it's... Right now, I think I'm on episode like 14, 15, and it's been pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts off a little slow, like two episodes, three episodes. It's uh, like on the third or fourth episodes where it picks up. I think it has the same vibe of like, hey, like the adults are behind something and you don't really know everything. So there's kind of like there's mystery. There's definitely action um, just because, so, yeah. you know, the kids are kind of like they're telekinetic. Like, I guess they're telekinesis or so telekinetic powers because like there's they call them PK users and they're insanely strong. Like a one PK user. Basically, I'll tell you like the first episode, like uh, the premise. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, first episode. So basically, like, there's, in the world, um, there's these people that, like, began to kind of have PK users, like, PK powers. They kind of um, start using them, right? And so a lot of people use them for evil. Uh, So there was just, like, pretty much a World War III that started, right? Because, like, people were like, hey, I have this power. I'm much stronger than a lot of other people. And they started, you know, um, crazy stuff happening. So, like, basically the whole story takes place way further in the future and you're following these kids that are going through school to kind of hone their powers and it's kind of like this peaceful dystopia but there's a lot of eerie like you don't know what's going on and it's like a lot of mystery behind it i won't say much further but it's a it's a pretty awesome show so far i think it's been pretty highly recommended it's like on like 150 yeah it's pretty uh uh, pretty high on the list um and so another one i'm watching is uh magi oh yeah magi i i'm gonna give another chance just because i've watched it i think a few times like the first episode or two and then I dropped it um and I've had a lot of people like the podcast I listen to and stuff and there's a lot of people that yeah. recommend Moggy um and they say the story's good and I hear a lot about Alibaba not Alibaba uh what's his name uh Sinbad yeah. Sinbad is like the most like crazy bad A character right and so um I think uh I'm pretty excited to meet like the cast and I, yeah. I really like like the music's well done the animation's good um, the story seems pretty interesting so far, so I'm excited about it. I'm in your same place because that's an anime I, I tried to get into and then I dropped it. Mm-hmm. Actually, a couple of times I tried like t- right. twice. Yeah. But then I, I still like I hear people like hyping it up, so I I almost feel like giving it another chance, but maybe someday. Yeah. Because I've heard yeah. a lot of good stuff yeah. later on. Yeah. Um, another one. I think this is the last one for the most part. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, it's Fire Force. Um, Fire oh, yeah. Force has been a pretty cool one too, just because. Uh, I read a little bit of the manga right before it came out, and so I was pretty hyped about it. 
Um, the animation for it is fantastic, I will say. Uh, I think it's, I wouldn't say it's like underlooked because it's still pretty popular, but I would say uh, it's definitely a, a pretty good one. Yeah. So a lot is of good anime. This how season. similar does it feel to Soul Eater since it's like very people there's are saying a lot it's of the homage. same writer. Yeah, because it's the same writer, so you definitely there's the characters. Yeah, definitely because you can tell like some of the characteristics and some of the features that they have in the character design. It's very reminiscent of Soul Eater, um, which is cool. I love Soul Eater. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I get a lot of the Soul Eater vibes though. A lot of the art styles, the direction they they're going for. It's a lot of Soul Eater. So that's cool. pretty much what I'm watching. So for me, um, one thing, I don't really watch seasonal anime, and I guess we'll get to that in another question, but um, occasionally I do. It's not too often, but uh, right now, I finally started my journey on one of the, like, the most critically acclaimed anime of all time. It's something I've really been meaning to watch, so I finally started um, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Mm. So it's um, it's got a lot of hype behind it, so it's this big epic space, you know, opera, uh, political drama, and I right now, I'm like... 10 episodes in so the whole thing is like 110 episodes so it's pretty long uh, so far i'm enjoying it now it's a little slow paced that being said it's very interesting and i'm i'm excited because there's nothing like there's not too many political uh dramas in anime it's not a very i don't know why it's not something very often at least like a serious one um but this is the tone's very serious and basically the story setup is is pretty interesting so it's this huge war in space in the future like uh 1500 years later um you have these two forces you have this um basically this one side which is an empire um and they're they're fighting for control of the of the galaxy and this other side which is a democracy and they're fighting for control um and you're introduced to different characters on each side uh, a lot of different characters and then kind of like your main two characters are on each side of the conflict they're kind of both these younger men who are kind of rising up in the ranks so it seems interesting. It seems like it's really going to build up to this epic conflict. And it ha- has a lot of complexity to its story. Like um, it's showing it's showing a lot of the flaws in both systems, even, like the democracy side of it too, even though it's a democracy and you might want to, you might be rooting for them. They have a lot of issues in their system too. So it's fascinating. And then the other anime that I, I for whatever reason, I just decided to give it another shot was Black Clover. Mm-hmm. So this is an anime. Um, I watched before I got like 10 episodes in and then I dropped it. That was like a year ago when it was airing because I just thought it was generic and I thought it, it was just, it was just uninteresting and it was cringy and I, I really love battle shonen, but, and I'll watch like even like a decent battle shonen, but this is really getting close to the area where I'm like, if this is like bad, then I don't want to watch it. But that being said, first of all, I've heard a lot of hype. Have you heard a lot of hype about it? About like the later parts. So I've heard that. And also, I've been itching for another good battle shonen. I feel like it's been a while since I've seen a good one. Yeah. So I decided to give it another shot, and I decided this time to lower my expectations because I feel like sometimes I'm like, I need to see the best anime next. I'm always doing that. And that's sometimes that's a good thing to do, but also sometimes I just, you know, I just want to enjoy this. I'm not looking for, like, a masterpiece. I just yeah. want something to enjoy. And I think just based on these first five episodes again, I'm enjoying it. And I do, even the first watch, I like the start of it. Even though it is generic and even though characters are annoying. Yeah. Um, Freaking it's awesome. definitely yeah it's nothing special also annoying and it's cliche i don't love that but the setup is still like fun like you're opening up this adventure you know you have each of them asta and you know going to different guilds and that's exciting and i i'm really looking forward to learning more about the world and the different guilds that's what i'm most excited for um and like i said just another fun story um i'm looking forward to seeing the journeys of asta and you know and then seeing some cool fight scenes of course so those are the two anime I've been watching. Um, it's going to take a while. 
for each of those because those are both really long anime. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's see. Let's go to another genre. So this time I'm going to pick. So there's a lot of interesting genres. I'm going to start off with probably my other favorite genre, which is uh, thriller. So thrillers, um, I love this genre. Now the thing about anime is there's not too many thrillers. Yeah, I feel I like it's saying. one of the... Um, it's one of the uh, smallest genres that really I, I wish we had more. But I'll start off by just get, naming some series I love. Um, I think my favorite thrillers are Death Note for sure would be my favorite. It's just um, it's just amazing and it's like the the strategies and the the different different uh, planning and like societal conflict. I love that. Another one would be Monster, which is another amazing thriller. Uh, this one is just. The, the the setup to this story is probably the best I've seen in any story in anime or manga. Um, it's not for everyone, but if you if you want an amazing story and more than that, more than just an amazing thriller, it just has amazing characters and just a really realistic tone. Try a monster. It's a little slower paced, but I think it's really good. And then my other favorite would be Psychopaths. That's another great thriller. Again, just great grind, great crime thriller, great concepts exploring this futuristic society of like where uh the the government has. Uh, basically this ability to f- find your your crime coefficient and then they have the authority to like arrest or kill you so it's setting up this really uh, interesting conflict and it's pretty thrilling and i really just love the thriller genre like just about every single one i've seen i enjoyed there's a few more and um i'll let jared go ahead and I'll, i know another one he like i know he likes steins gate that's another really yeah, good thriller gonna... yeah but go ahead yeah I was going to say Steins Gate, uh, the two thriller that, like you said, it's pretty obscure to find a lot of like thriller anime, um, but I will say the two that stick out to me most um, that are still in my top 20 will be Steins Gate. Steins Gate to me was it's a little slow on the beginning. Um, I bought it because like I, I, I don't know, like you said, uh, if there's like kind of like a sale or something. Yeah, it's online, a good, it was a good deal for a great, yeah. ser- for so a great anime. So. It was... Uh, Gosh, how long is the anime right now? 24? 24? Episodes. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, and so I got it for like 27 bucks, and so that was like stupid, like yeah. stupid cheap. And so I bought it on Amazon, and I just, at that time, I had no TV, kind of like you. Um, so like I literally just bought my anime, and I popped it into my Blu-ray player, and that's I just watched it. And like no recommendations. I didn't have internet. You blind? That's I was blind. Sometimes some of the best experiences so, are just blind. Yeah, exactly. And so I went into yeah. blind. I had no idea, and I just went off the like reviews and the ratings, right? And I was like, dude, this has super high ratings, so I'm going to get it, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to watch it. So it came, I watched it, and by episode, I think it's like eight or nine or something Oof, like that, yeah. um, where it picks up, where that kind of like this sh- whole story man. just shifts. That tone shift, man. Yeah, that was it was such a huge tone shift. And yeah. like the amount of plot twists in that show, it's just, it's crazy. And so that whole story was just gripping for me, like from the point of that shift and uh, pretty much onwards to the rest of the show. Um, so that one was my favorite. And another one too, um, it's a little bit less known, is Shiki. Shiki, mm-hmm. I would say, is still probably one of my favorite thrillers just because of how, how well it's done. And it, it poses like a lot of questions as far as like, um, you know, is, I don't know, is how far, like, are you willing to go just because you think something is like a monster? Mm-hmm. And it really, like, kind of changed it to be like, who really is the monster at the end of all the things? You know? Yeah, that's a really like, interesting, that's kind of like what monster also uh, right. a- a- questions that. That's a really interesting concept. Yeah, and I, I thought it was really well, well done there. And it's obviously, it's a show about vampires, if you don't know. Um, and yeah, I really need of, to watch that. That's, it's on my list. I, I, right. It'll be something nice. And it, it's in a world where nobody knows what vampires are like are. Like they're they're obscure. It's not like a show like hey, there's vampires, but we have like vampire hunters to kind of counteract it. It's like there's a small village, and 
they've known pretty much that they're only their small town village life their whole life and things start happening things get crazy and they're like wondering like why is this happening everyone thinks it's like it's curses and stuff but it's actually vampires and um the whole story is basically leading up to like them finding out like what is going wrong and so mm-hmm. when they find like oh man when stuff hits the fan though i will tell you it's it's yeah, really good for it's sure. really good so yeah cool um let's see next question what is your favorite OST in anime? So I guess I don't mean like oh, a specific yeah, yeah. track. I mm-hmm. mean like in general, like an anime's entire OST. Pick like one that you say is your favorite. Uh, I'll say Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss oh, yeah. um, has That's one of the song. best OSTs I think ever. Um, I forget the guy who's the composer behind it, but he does actually some really good work. He actually did um, Rising of the Shield Hero. Oh, um, cool. And so the music behind that, I like the background, the openings, I thought were really well done. And uh, But I'll stick on Made in Abyss. Made in Abyss was... <sighs> Man, I thought I don't know. I just loved it. I think the the soundtrack added such a, like a great element into like this fantasy kind of world that you popped into, um, just because I think it was really well drawn. One like the backgrounds, the um, the art, the style, basically. Uh, I think it really really well with it. And um, to this yeah, to this day, I think Made in Abyss just has some soundtracks like um, the orchestra behind it and kind of like how it was uh, orchestrated. Just I think it was done phenomenal. Uh, for me, I would say Samurai Champloo is probably my favorite. Um, yeah, just has an amazing OST. You just gotta listen to it. It's a great show, but I just love how how it implements just this really chill music and like this just this interesting uh, soundtrack for what's a, a story about you know war and death. Although it's you know it's funny at times, but yeah, I I really love the soundtrack. I love the openings and endings, but also just I listen to that OST when I'm studying. That's one of the things I have. I yeah. click on it and I that's one like I have this thing where it's just all the different sounds soundtracks from Samurai Champloo, yep. and I love it. Well, uh, I guess back uh, piggybacking on that one. Well, New Job S yes. was Oof. he's a beast, and oh, yeah. rest in peace, my dude. But um, oh, man. he, man, that album is pretty awesome. It's fire. And yeah, I think he oh, pra- so Well, good. I mean, honestly, I think that that was such a huge influence on the lo-fi like hip hop kind of thing that yeah. he created. Um, and his work was just it really you 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 groove with it. You you it's just I don't know it gets you moving. And I think they threw that into a show with that kind of like Japanese like samurai hip-hop kind of thing which was really kind of like yeah, well done yeah so cool. it was cool okay um name one protagonist that you like it can be any just one talk. protagonist yeah, just, and just um, say why you like i'd say my recent one uh recent ish this year would be mob uh mob from mm-hmm. mob psycho uh season two added to mob i think so well because season one um for those who've seen mob psycho was a was a great anime in itself but season two i think build on it so well and the first, the first episode of season two was just like such a shift, I think, because the season one was kind of like, hey, you have Mob, he's like this super crazy powered um, protagonist that he doesn't want to freak out because if he freaks out, if he loses his, and he's he's powerful. Like for those who have not seen the show, he's insanely strong. It's like similar to like the One Punch Man thing. Mm-hmm. Like and if, they're made by the same author, right? That's, yeah, they're the same author. It's the similar art style. You'll you'll tell, but. Mob doesn't want to like lose his stuff just because if he feels like when he was younger, um, he ended up hurting I think his brother, his family or something like that because he lost control and he doesn't want to do that again because he is so strong he doesn't want to lose his power and kind of like take it out on other people so he has this kind of thing where he's like hey I don't want to hurt others but yeah he's so strong mm-hmm. and so um, season two I think built on his character so well as far as like developing him and kind of him coming up into his own character uh, I thought they did really well. And so, um, and the show is just fantastic. One of, I think, the best shows 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there's a lot of protagonists I like. I'd say one that stands uh, one that stands out would be Lelouch from Code Geass. I just thought he was really yeah. interesting in seeing his journey. And I like him. Um, he's similar to Light to me, who is also one of my very favorites. But I like what I like about Lelouch is even though he is doing a lot of, you know, crazy things, you know, he's kind of being a terrorist and he's doing leading this revolution. I feel like he also does have feelings and emotions about it. And he does, you know, have human uh, reactions to things like and whereas Light was just like a sociopath. And again, I like I think both directions are interesting, but I did like how Lelouch, you know, sometimes he really did think about like, what is what am I doing? And is this right? Right. And again, he's just, you know, he's a genius. You got you to gotta be entertained by those kind of characters, just seeing all the mm-hmm. things he does yeah. and his journey to the end. It's a pretty epic uh, character arc seeing him from the ge- beginning to the end. It's just a nice, um, I don't know, it's a nice story there. Yeah, I agree. So let's see. Uh, Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh? Now we're just getting back to the nostalgia. Ah, uh, two, man. Two I entry would say, uh, man, I, well, because I grew up on both. Um, so that is tough for me. I think Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, I played, well, I collected yeah. a lot of Pokemon. I played Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, for me. And bu- by the way, we are comparing the anime though. Even you can have other things like, okay, okay. like if I like going off the anime. Cause the then. games and the card, those are two. I'll say Yu-Gi-Oh things. then. Oh, the I'd show. Say, yeah. I'd say the show, um, at least from what I've seen. Cause I've only seen like, ah, well shoot dude. The movies, I think the Pokemon movies were actually super good. Yeah. Um, some were pretty good. if that, uh, kind of goes into the anime, I don't know, but, uh, I haven't seen any of their like current or newer stuff, but if we're talking about just like the old, like yeah, just original the classic, Pokemon whatever part you and enjoyed. the original Yu-Gi-Oh, I would still say probably Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, yeah. even though some of Pokemon's movies, I think were still, they're pretty awesome. I think the first like two or three yeah, were pretty good. The first good. one was one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon the movie. With and, uh, that yeah, that was awesome. And, um, so I, I would say Yu-Gi-Oh. I think the yeah. overall story, overall kind of like the character development and stuff, I think is there. Because, I mean, for Pokemon, you have Ash, you have Pikachu, and yeah. I mean, it's more rinse and repeat. So I think you're not wrong there. Um, it's tough for me because these are two, like, at one point in my life, each of these were, like, my favorite shows, you know, throughout my childhood. I mm-hmm. love both Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Obviously, I love the games and, and for each of them, too. Between the animes, it's hard because... So for Pokemon, I really loved everything from the the original up until Pokemon Advanced. So that kind of everything in those, I loved those. And then with Yu-Gi-Oh, I loved the original Yu-Gi-Oh, which was pretty long. And I also loved Yu-Gi-Oh GX. I those are yeah, basically because those are both kind of built up my childhood. Once by the time I reached GX and and uh, Joe or what is it, GX and Advanced in each of those series, they were like I was enjoying it. By that point, I was getting to an age where I was ready to move on. Yeah. But that being said. They're both really good. I don't know which I would say I like better. I mean, they, you know, at this, they both are also kids shows. So when you go back, sometimes yeah. parts are cringy. <laughs> but uh, I think ultimately, if I had to only have one, I'd I'd want to have Pokemon because at at the end of the day, it's just a, I just love like the adventure in the story, and I love all the different places, and I love, um, you know, I think the, I actually really liked Ash in the beginning. I don't know why. I some people think he's I don't know. Some people don't like Ash. I thought in the beginning, the original series, he's a pretty cool protagonist as was yugi too i think he was good and i think yugioh definitely has more to its story and it definitely has some darker themes um and it definitely yugioh is really good too i love the original story arc was one of my favorites um of yugioh and then yeah it was good but i think i'd, I'd prefer pokemon i just lo- like i said i love the world and um i just think it's a really fun show i love ash brock and misty and yeah it's a it's a good time yeah. cool action scenes uh, let's see. What are okay? Now we're getting into the hot take territory. So, 
What are some high-rated or popular anime that you don't like? Easy. Um, very hot take. Uh, I would say Cowboy Bebop was not oh, that good. Oh, man. I, that people. That's okay. Some people think that. Yeah, I mean, ahead. I don't know. For me, because I know it's like widely acclaimed. I know. Yeah. Well, it's a funny thing, too, actually. I think uh, the Western appeal to it is a lot greater than the... Because uh, it was really never that popular in Japan. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because oh, I feel like... Even because yeah. we went there, I didn't see anything about Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so... But also other people I was talking to, and they, they said similar things. I think um, definitely the appeal when it came on, uh, whatever... Well, I don't even know what channel. Was that even Toonami, or was that an Adult Swim kind of thing? But yeah, I definitely... Probably Adult Swim. I've heard of its history like being huge in like America and other places um, in the West. Yeah, so when I... I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I watched it quite a while ago. Uh, so if I were to watch it again, maybe I could change my opinion on it. But I thought the hype behind it, and it's supposed to be one of the top-rated anime, I really think it wasn't that great. And it wasn't a bad show by any means. I don't think yeah. it was a bad show. Um, I just thought it was, you know, I thought it was average. I thought there was still a lot of other shows that I thought were better um, that have, you know, the same hype or like kind of like less hype or whatever. Uh, for me, it was just a little disappointing because I was expecting something so great. And I actually watched the movie first with you yeah, yeah yeah and that movie was, was actually really good. good yeah and some of the fight scenes in that like what i do like about it the hand-drawn um aesthetic of it because it's like that 90s anime and that appeals to me uh and kind of like when they're fighting and stuff you really get to see like every motion drawn out and i thought that was super cool and i thought they did that really well um the characters are cool i'll give them that i like i like like i like uh what do you call it Ed's a little here and there. Uh, Ed's kind of annoying for some people. Ed's, I don't know, sometimes like someone's spirit animal. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, and then Faye, I think her name was, um, or no, Valentine. Faye, or yeah, I think it's Faye Valentine or something like that. Um, she she was a pretty cool protagonist. I mean, as far as like, I mean, side character, as far as it goes, I thought she added to the cast. And I think the chemistry between all of them was uh, was pretty cool. And a good dub, too, at that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I will say I mean, no, that's not a hot take. Oh, good. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. <laughs> Don't be too spicy. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I definitely have a few as far as like high rated ones that I, I just, I guess they didn't appeal to me or I don't see the hype around it. But I think the most obvious example is your name. It's like, it's in like the top oh, yeah. five rated on Mal yeah. and everyone says it's a masterpiece. And I just think it's decent. It's nothing more. It's a six out of 10. Like if you really, and I think to understand this, you need to watch it more than once. Cause I'll admit the first time I watched it, I, I thought it was great. And then even now I still enjoy it. But when you rewatch it, you kind of see that like there's a, of the three acts, like like some parts of it are just really like uninteresting and and the romance like hardly develops. And people also want to praise this as like one of the best romance anime. But I don't know. It's like I still haven't seen it. Yeah, so. I still recommend watching it. I don't want to like I don't want to be like, you know, so black and white on this. Like I'm not saying it's terrible that just because I don't think it's like a masterpiece. I right. still think it's worth watching um, and it's a good experience. I just think at where I'm at now, it's like I said, it's like a decent like six out of ten yeah and another one that um and i guess now we're almost getting to territories of disappointed anime but an anime that's high rated that i was really looking forward to was madoka magica because oh, yeah, it was yeah. made by my boy uh Genner Bochi, who did fade zero and psychopaths those are two of my favorite anime and i just thought madoka magica was very average and boring and i and i watched away for that like i kept giving it more episodes like maybe it's gonna get better but it's only 12 episodes i end up like around episode seven i'm like okay i've had enough I got past the part where, which was supposed to be the mind blowing plot to us, was which was, in my opinion, wait, have you seen Madoka Magica? No, you can spoil me. I'm not going to even spoil you. I just think it was a, a, a just a total like a typical kind of plot to us. It just wasn't that interesting. Um, but 
like I said, I mean, you can watch it for yourself, decide for yourself. I just thought it wasn't dumb. And I don't know if the whole thing about them being little girls is like what makes it better for people. But that to me, like, I'm just looking at the story. I don't, I don't care about that. Like, I don't care if there's cute girls. Um, so that was, that was a little disappointing. So yeah, I guess those are two that I could say. Well, this is a good transition because I have a few more that are maybe kind of high rated, but not too high that I definitely didn't like. So now let's transition into the most disappointing anime. Um, so, So, oh, sorry, just to preface it, something that you were like personally excited for, like you were like, this is like, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this and then it let you down. Um, for me, I would say fairy tale, fairy tale. I think going back, I love like the whole magic and that kind of world it was building. Um, so I, again, this is like back in my day where I used to like blind pick, watch anime. So I'd buy it and I bought like the first couple, um, box sets or something like that. And so mm-hmm. I was watching it and I, I, I don't know, I just felt real disappointed and, uh, yeah, actually yep. staring at it right now. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got, I got, I got one. Um, so I don't know. I felt real disappointed because I, I really expected a lot out of this show because I think there was kind of like uh, some pretty decent hype around it. Oh yeah, and um, everyone was kind of like, "Oh, dude, fairy tale, you gotta watch this." And it's huge hype around it so, still. It's like yeah. it's got a following as big well, as well, maybe not as big as, but it's it's comparable to Naruto, One Piece, and My yeah. Hero Academia with its following. See, I hear now though, it's like the whole reverse. Like there's like the Black Clover thing, right? So like everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, I think because I hear a lot of things with Black Clover. Like my buddy, like loves it. Oh yeah, he's like just put it in the background, watch it, and as soon as you get to like episode forty and on, like it becomes great. So I was like, yeah, okay, it's, it's a, that's always a tough I mean, recommendation where you're like, it gets better because in my opinion, like, right? Pretty much every show I really love was good from episode one, even ones that start out slow like Steins Gate. It was still really good from episode one, right? So, but whatever, you know, some shows are like that, I guess. Yeah, and so I, I think for me too, because like. It's hard to recommend something like that too, and like hard to jump yeah. into something like that. Like, hey, it gets it's good, like, and it's like, like forty episodes. That's a yeah, lot. If it was like exactly. ten episodes, I'm like, okay, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I was a little disappointed in that, and I, I think, I mean, I don't think I'll probably give it another chance. I hear great things yeah. about it. And I hear like right now, it's pretty awesome. But for me to devote another like hundred episodes just to get to where it's supposed to be good, I'm like, ah, I'd rather watch so many other shows. Yeah, and by the way, I just want to say like if you're not, if you're not enjoying something, this is just in general for the listeners. I would say drop it. Like don't don't kill yourself to watch something. There's so many things to watch, and I don't know. I feel like sometimes people watch things because they feel like they have to, whether it's really popular or it's highly rated. I'm I'm just like once you've given it a good shot, if you don't like it, just drop it because you know maybe your taste is different from whatever that show is. Yeah. Anyway, so you got any other ones, or is that the main one? Or? Um, those were probably like the main two. I think the sure. hot take for Cowboy and oh yeah, wait, oh yeah, Cowboy Bebop too. Yeah, you'd say you're disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was disappointed because I think there was a lot of hype behind it, sure. and again, I was like kind of like let down a little bit because I was like, ah, it was okay. So. Yep. Um, I'll let you know if I think of anything. Sure, else, sure. Well, I got I got two in mind that I I was very excited for, and they're both pretty well rated, like just around the people who watch it, and if you go on Mal, they're both like eight point two or higher. Um, the first one's going to be Fate Stay Night and Limited Blade Works. Oh, yeah. So my favorite, one of my favorite anime of all time is Fate Zero. I love this anime. Its animation's amazing. Its characters are, are very interesting and very uh, three-dimensional. And I love how the story follows all these different perspectives. And it's like this huge uh, conflict involving all these different angles and all these different ideologies. And I just love it. And then Fate Stay Night and Limited Blade Works was the next anime I was going to watch because I'm like, this is like a sequel or whatever you, whatever you want to call it, and it's um it's going to be like the same, and then it was just super disappointing. I thought it was it was just very average, and it only followed like like two or three of the servants. It felt like, and the rest of them were kind of barely got any any time. And then like the main, and then the main characters like again they weren't bad. Like I mean Shiro and uh, what's the other girl like Rin or yeah Shiro and Rin, and then 
their servants, they weren't bad. They were just super average. Like they just weren't interesting. And it was just like, if this wasn't fate, like I would like this, like, I don't see why anyone would like this. Like this would just be another average show. But I feel like because it's part of the freight fate franchise and because it has that unlimited budget works, you know, animation going on that people hype it up. UFO table, dude. Yeah. But it's, and also like, there's just, it was just disappointing. Like Saber, who I thought was this great character in phase zero was like brought down to just a super one dimensional, I don't know, boring character and also like used as like fan service at one point. I'm like, what is this doing? And the tone too was just really, it was just, it was off. It was because the original, um, phase zero is a very mature tone. And this one was like half and half. Like sometimes it was mature and then other times it would do, I don't know, weird humor or like something just like, I don't know, some, some weird thing. But yeah, so I was, I was very disappointed by that. The other one I was very disappointed. And this is, this is one that's also controversial is terror and resonance because Mm, I'm, I love my thrillers and this was the next one on my list. It was recommended that people were like, if you like death Note and psychopaths, watch terror and resonance. And I watched this thing and this thing was bad. I thought it was legitimately bad. (laughs) This story was like the first few episodes. It was like, all right, this is decent. Like I'm, I'm not seeing a lot here. That's interesting, but I can hold on to it. And then once at a certain point, this character gets introduced in like episode five and it's just like, complete nonsense and it's the characters i feel like were, had so little to them and the story was just insane like i it's it's a show and if it, it the only reason i finished it is because it was 11 episodes and i wanted to finish it just just to finish it and give it a, give it a whatever a, a three out of ten put that on mal <laughs> but anyway that was disappointing but spicy you know, not a, spicy. yeah not every not every anime is for everyone but yeah anyway so those are those are probably my two I, i'm trying to think if there's any other ones I guess I was kind of disappointed by Moggy because I was hyped up for that, but maybe I'll give it another chance. And then I, those are the ones, Fate, or Fate Stay Night, and um, Terran Residence I finished. And there are tons more I dropped. So those are two I finished, I would say. But there's so many more I could say that I dropped, but I don't even want to bother with those. Um, okay, let's see. What are your thoughts on anime dubs and the dub versus sub? Uh, I mean, I, I started off loving dub just because I was, uh, I think it was easier, uh, more accessible. And, um, I had, I bought all my DVDs at that time, right? So I bought all my anime. So it came with the dub most likely. Um, and uh, I don't know. I started with it. I was like, okay, cool. I guess I'm going to watch it. I don't like sub because it's a lot of reading and I just don't like how it sounds. And then throughout the years of watching anime, I actually watched sub and I liked it a lot better because I think the Japanese actors, uh, I think like they put more feeling into it. They're put more emotion into it. And I think Mm -hmm. it comes across like, Hey, this is like how it was supposed to be, um, watched and how it was supposed to be received. And I think dub, there are very few dubs that are very actually worth like, Hey, I'd pick the dub over the sub. Yeah, that's definitely. And so I think uh, dub tries, I think, um, if you watch dubbed anime and if you watch a lot of shows dubbed, which I did, there's a lot of similar actors. Like they, they use the same actors. Like yeah. you're gonna see, like oh hey, there's that guy, and he's also yeah. In you this, do this, hear this, some this, of the same this, voices. This, this. Yeah, and it, it it happens in sub too. Um, but they just take. It, I feel like their industry takes it more seriously because they have right. so many more voice actors than just because obviously an anime in Japan is well, way more yeah way bigger than it is in yeah, America. Yeah. So I think um, I prefer sub for sure. Yeah. And dub is the lesser of the both, but um, yeah. I'll, I'll enjoy a good dub. And I think dub is good for like when you want to put it in the background and when you want yeah. to watch. Because like if I'm cooking or if I'm like doing something, like I'll put it on the background and put it on dub so I can hear it and so I don't have to like look at the screen like twenty four seven. So um, it's a good option I think if you're, you know, trying to do something else or like just throw it in the background or hey, if you have a good dub, then yeah. I mean, we could talk about good dubs, but yeah, I was gonna say what on. are. 
What are some of the best dubs you think? Uh, I still love. Um, I think Full Metal Alchemist has a really yep. good dub. Hard agree. Um, a... I would say they picked a lot of Dude. good actors, and they really, I think, yeah. came across the emotion. Um, like Ed, perfect. So good, man. I Ed love Ed's perfect. voice. I love Ed, it. I thought, did so well. Yeah. Um, Alphonse also a really good pick because he's yeah. kind of going for that younger brother, and I loved how. Um, I guess that's like the the nuance that they put in there, like kind of like the the effects of like his voice being in armor. And it was kind of yeah. like an echo to his voice. FMA, it, it feels cool. like it's a dub that's so good that if an army was watching it and they didn't know what anime was, they would think, yeah, this was a car- like a cartoon that was made. And they, you know, right. it's like, feels like it was made here because they yeah, put yeah. that much care into it. Mm-hmm. But, um, and there's other ma- anime where you're like, it obviously feels like it was, it's being voiced over or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought even to like Mustang, another great voice. I thought he did super well. Um, yeah. I like Mustang, uh, Mustang's voice. They dubbed him pretty well. I'm trying to think of other people. Uh, Winry. I thought Winry did good. She was a good mm-hmm. voice for it. Um, but yeah, I think the whole cast was pretty well dubbed. Um, as far as Full Metal goes, let's see. Um, man. That's, I mean, I hear Bacchano has a good dub, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I really, that, that's on my list, though. I do want to watch Bacchano. Um, but yeah, I think Psychopaths had a pretty good one. Yeah, I like Psychopaths' dub. I watched it dubbed. Yeah, that's how I watched the dub. Um, I actually, to this day, have not watched Death Note subbed. Uh, Dude, yeah, that, that was going to be another of my choices. I love the Death Note dub. Yeah, the Light's voice say, is amazing. I thought they did pretty well um, with L, uh, with Light, with Ryuk. <laughs> Ryuk, yeah, did pretty, pretty job. good job. Um, so I would say those are probably like the dubs that stick out to me most. I'm sure. Curious. Yeah, more. Well, I'm someone where I know a lot of people hate dubs and they're kind of subverse. They mainly do subs, and I. I'm I'm okay with dub or sub for most times. I mean, there are only certain cases where if a dub is terrible, and that's the thing. It usually only is a dub is bad. With sub, it's like I I don't think I've ever encountered a sub where I thought the sub was bad. Yeah. Um, except for Black Clover, that was one. Yeah. <laughs> if you try to watch that sub with Asta's screaming voice, that one I had to try dub. But anyway, <laughs> I'm actually okay with dub. Like I I would say I watch close to fifty percent of my anime dub just because um, a lot of them like oh if I watch it on Netflix or Hulu they they pretty. Uh, Decent amount of time they'll have the dub, and then if I if I have a DVD or, if, um, the main reason obviously if if I'm watching something brand new, then I have to watch it subbed, and I'm fine with that. I can do subbed. Um, if I'm watching something that's never been dubbed, then of course I have to watch it subbed. Yeah. But I do enjoy dubbed. Like I like sometimes if I want to just like you said, kind of sit back, not pay too close attention to reading the lines, you can just put a dub on. Yeah. And, uh, and honestly, I think I'll, I'll at least with a lot of them I've seen, I've enjoyed the dubs. Like I'm trying to, I'll go through them. I like Death Note. I like FMA. I like Naruto. Um, I thought Steins Gate I watched dub. I thought that was a good dub. Yeah. Um, Attack on Titan. I like it sub and dub. I thought both are good. I haven't listened to the dub actually. Yeah, I thought it was, it was pretty good. When I, I rewatched the season, I, I liked the the dub. Now there are definitely bad dubs. One Piece. I it sucks because I think One Piece does overall a decent job with a lot of the voices, but there are just certain ones that really get on my nerves at some point. Even though I I didn't, like I still watch like hundreds of episodes of it dubbed, but like Luffy's voice after a while I kind of get tired of his uh, dub voice. So yeah. it's just like something about, over, I don't know, something about the way we, they do it over here. Sometimes it's with Shonen anime. Sometimes they just do these like certain screams that just get annoying. I don't know. <laughs> or just these certain type of voices. I feel like I hear, like you said, the same ones mm-hmm. over and over. But yeah, like I said, there's some great dubs like Naruto's dub. I really like, even though Naruto's voice, I got used to it. I enjoyed it, but there's a lot of great voices in there. Like Jiraiya's voice actor mm-hmm. was great. Um, I pretty much enjoyed like all of them. Like when I think here, the English dub, I think of the character. When I hear Shikamaru's voice, I think of his character. Right. When I hear Rock Lee's voice or Sasuke's voice, I think of that character. Right. So I think those are really good. So yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty neutral. 
I'm, I'll just watch whatever's most convenient if I have to watch it sub or dub. Um, but yeah, if it's a bad dub, I will definitely switch to sub. I'll say Dragon Ball Z, if you haven't watched that subbed, don't. Oh, yeah? <laughs> don't try it. It's uh, well, Goku's voice, good God. Um, it's just terrible. I think I, I've I heard recently it, yeah. Watched, I recently yeah. watched, um, I mean, recently, kind of like in the, like a year or something like that ago, I was watching uh, Dragon Ball Super, and I was trying to keep it up with that. And that's subbed. It's not, it hasn't been, like, fully, fully dubbed yet, right? Um, or it may have, it, I don't know, it may have been now. But when I was watching it, at least, it was just subbed. I was watching on Crunchyroll, and as it was coming out, I was watching it subbed. And, man, that was hard to get into. I, I was watching yeah. it. I'm probably, like, 60, 70 episodes in. Um, and I dropped it or whatever, and I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, oh, but the, sorry, the dub uh, is, I think, so much better. I think I cannot watch subbed uh, Dragon Ball. By the way, I heard this before, and I agree with it. When they try to translate Japanese, certain types of Japanese humor sometimes into dub, it doesn't sound good. Like no. certain words, like when they try to say them, then in English, it just like <laughs> sounds so cringy. Yo, I will say though, I love Japanese English. The Jangle. The English. The yeah. or wait, which way are we talking? The English. No, or the yeah, Jang-ish? yeah, the English. Uh, I that I happened in Terror and Resonance Dude, for sure. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that was cringy. I was yeah. like, bro, I but I love it though because it's yeah. part of the culture. I'm like. Dude, oh, I think the, uh, what, you mean? what do you call it? Samurai Champloo. There was an episode where they played baseball, right? And so, yeah. oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the guy was like, Yankee Doodle? Yeah. <laughs> the dub, to... I did want to say, two more I forgot. Samurai Champloo, amazing dub. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that voice actor, doesn't, isn't it the same one who does Mugen, Mugen and, uh, and Spike? Spike, dude. Um, he has to be like, possibly the name? best voice actor in all of anime. Just so amazing. Yeah. And then, uh, Yu Yu Hawkshow also has an amazing dub. Um, that's one where I would even recommend the dub over the yeah. sub. Um, so that's pretty much, oh yeah, yeah, the English sounds funny, because in Kirko's basketball, they do that too, because they play Americans, and I'm like, the only thing that's weird is, how would they ever dub this, because they have Americans doing English, I don't know. (laughs) I'm surprised they haven't dubbed that, honestly, because it's basketball. Yeah, dude, I know. You would think. I thought that for years, I'm like, this would appeal so well to Americans, like, dub this, and it's so cool, and that's another, just like, example of really cool action animated, like, those basketball scenes are so sick. Yeah. Um, Okay. Who are let's see your favorite anime YouTubers? If you have any uh, that YouTubers. you enjoy, um, the well, I love Gigguk. Uh, Gigguk is yeah. he's a pretty he doesn't I don't think he has any hot takes really. He's pretty neutral as far as everything goes. He'll, yeah, he'll, really well made videos. He's too. really yeah well made videos, and I think um he does I think bring about like a really like good kind of opinion and well it's it's really just I think uh, sculpted whatever he says his scripting is I think pretty on point. Um, because he does release a lot of good videos, and I think uh, his Mimi videos more are pretty funny too. Um, I think he did one on the the Fate franchise on like where to start. Oh I yeah, you've seen that one. But, I think uh, I saw that one. It's pretty funny because like I don't know he he just yeah. releases a lot of good stuff. So I watch uh, Gigguk. Uh, he's probably been the first and like the most. Well, he's still probably my favorite. Yeah, because I think his his content is pretty awesome. Um, and I watch the other two. I think are more like the actual like any YouTubers or whatever. Uh, would be Nuxtaku, which mm-hmm. I just got into, and I watched some of his videos. Yeah. Um, and you he, got me to get to get into him too, because yeah. I didn't like him at first. His voice his was annoying, voice is, uh... but yeah, it's annoying. But I do like his opinions. I think he has a fair like. I like his his perspective on no, things. Yeah, he has and, he, cool. and he and he really thinks like if you watch his videos, he has a he uh, thinks the things out pretty well. And their podcast is, mm-hmm. is fun. Yeah, the rant anime uh, cafe or the anime whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think Nuxtaku was a good one. Uh, I came across one of his videos that was like, um, which one was it first? I think it was like the ideology of like behind, um, 
Battle Shonen or something like that. And it talked about like yeah, basically uh, he does this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It, it, he does. He has a really good uh, I think take on it. Yeah. Um, on a lot of things, and then I think the last one is like Mother's Basement. Uh-huh. I watched some of his stuff, and some of his stuff is pretty good. Um, some of it's a little memey, but it's uh, it's good though overall. Yep. Well, my history on YouTube goes back pretty far because first of all, I've been on YouTube like just watching YouTube videos, you know, since like two thousand eight or whatever. Oh, yeah. Probably even before that, but like seriously watching, like getting involved in like YouTube channels, probably 2008, 2009. And then what I really started getting into YouTube, YouTube channels was um, when I caught up to Naruto. I think this was in like 2010 or 2011, probably like 2011. Um, I would first go to YouTube to find chapters. Yeah, that was because I didn't know where to go to read chapters. So I'd go, I'd look up chapters on YouTube, but eventually, pretty quickly, I found people who would put a thumbnail of the chapter. So I'd click on it thinking I'm going to read the chapter. Like they're going to like play through the pages and then be a reviewer. Oh, yeah. Who is like trying to get views or whatever. But yeah, it is what it is. But then from there, I actually started listening to these reviewers. And then I got into that. And actually for a few years, I was like every week I'd read the chapter and then I'd go. I'd have like – there was – if you were ever involved in like the Naruto or One Piece communities, you know there's a bunch of reviewers. And they have an interesting history of beef and stuff. And it was actually pretty funny mm-hmm. to to see all that play out. There were some of them that were, that were pretty controversial. But I'd say to this day – my favorites from that era of my anime, you know, uh, hobby, uh, King of Lightning is probably uh, one of my favorites as far as the shonen hype. I love his videos. Also, Uber Hikari, um, that's a really that's a throwback guy who doesn't really do videos anymore, but he was I like him. He's pretty intelligent. Uh, Sorry, Seven Mage was pretty good for Naruto stuff too. And past that, um, just more in general, people who do other anime stuff. I I also like Nextaku. That's when I started recently, and the Rant Cafe podcast. Yeah, um, I also cool. like Bob Samurai. I think he does really good anime reviews, and he's he's versatile. He also does like older anime, not just <clears throat> not just the whatever is recent. Um, and I'm trying to think. So another one, and again, I really like. I'll listen to someone even if I disagree with them. Like as long as I feel like they're speaking like their mind. So even Digi Bro, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's he's very mm-hmm. controversial in the in the anime world. No, I haven't. Um, and the anime, the YouTube anime community. I actually, uh, I kind of enjoy him. I do. I definitely disagree with him on a lot of things, but. But at least he's not really appealing to like whatever's mainstream to get views. So I, I, I enjoy hearing his perspective. And Giga, uh, he does well-made videos. And there's yeah. probably a bunch of others. I can't remember all their names. But I do like people who do like in-depth discussions on stories. Yeah. Um, and I like people who just like, I don't know, just talk about anime. I like hearing people talk about anime. Yeah, no, it's a cool it's a cool thing because I, I, I think it appeals to a lot of people because when you have anime, you want to tell somebody about it. You want to talk to somebody about it. And you go, to, I think, to the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, to find these people and they give I think because uh, I'll search up reviews I'll search up like recommendations I'll search up mm-hmm. um, and I think it's pretty cool what they do is at least I think uh, dissecting a lot of shows and I think um, yeah that takes effort in itself and then uh, also they have like you know interesting thought behind uh, a lot of what goes behind the the scenes and they do their research I think yeah well. one more is Roger's base he's more in the last few years he's kind of started blowing up and I really like him he mainly does like one piece but he's also doing like my hero and like Promise Neverland stuff. He's he's just a really uh, positive guy. I like I like him. He's cool. he's cool. So let's do another genre. So Jagger, how about you pick one for us? Uh, I will say the one I've been recently getting into is mm, I'd say comedy. All right. Um, comedy. It took me a while to come around, uh, just because I didn't find it funny. I don't know. I was like when I first started watching anime, I was like I didn't get the whole appeal of like comedy, um, and mm-hmm. so. Gosh, I'm trying to think of. Well, actually, I would say the one comedy that I got into. Uh, my first one was uh, The Devil Is a Part Timer. Yes, and so that. <laughs> that one's funny, dude. My computer yeah, is still named after his bicycle. He called Doolahan. <laughs> um, I named pretty much all my computers that. So, <clears throat> um, 
that one I thought was super funny, uh, just because I, I thought it appealed to me. It didn't take much, like, uh, it wasn't, like, anime tropes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, hey, you have to, like, get anime to really get the joke. And so I thought it was just, like, playing out. It was funny. Um, I actually, you know, laughed out loud for it. So yeah. I thought that yeah. was kind of, like, the gateway for me. And I, you know, I watched that, and, like, a year or two goes by, and I kind of branched out to, like, other comedies. I watched Konosuba. Konosuba was actually pretty yeah. funny. Would you recommend I, that to me? Because I... I, I would say if you're looking for comedy, yes, it's I like know. it's a whole isekai, but it's like a it's a spoof isekai basically, because um, might try it out. I've heard yeah, good things. it's a uh, it's pretty good. The, the it's two seasons. I think they're doing a third season, or the third season will probably be a movie. I think it's a movie, um, but yeah, the first two seasons you you can just literally just watch the first two episodes. If that'll be like, hey, if you're gonna like it or you're not gonna like it, because it's the, pretty much the same throughout. There's <laughs> like kind of a story to it. Um, but it's mostly like episodic and like their whole adventure and like kind of the wacky stuff that they do. And I think the characters, <laughs> the characters, dude, I love them. The, how well they get, well, how they well they don't get along together. I think, um, I think the uh, moments and situations that, that they could put into is just amazing. It's funny. Um, another comedy I'd say stood out to me was uh, uh, what was it? I just watched it recently. It was kind of a rom com, but it's somewhere in between. Kaguya-sama. Uh, Kaguya-sama, Love yeah. is War. That was a good one. I actually laughed at that one. Uh, gosh, what was her name? Uh, um, which are you talking Chica. about? The other one, Chica. Chica, yeah. dude. Chica was amazing. I love yeah. Chica. When Chica trained um, the president to play volleyball, and when he, because he was garbage at it, and so when she uh, finally got him to play and got him up to speed, I guess to basically impress um, his love interest, right? And so everybody was like impressed with him. Chica was like, like pulling all-nighters like training him and so uh when she was like you know she's like oh i trained him that's my boy and she like band-aids on her and like she had like yeah she was an interesting character oh man she was funny she was she actually was what kind of made that show she added a lot of spice to that show but i would say comedy is something now i super enjoy um just because um i think i i don't know if you find the right ones they're pretty funny yeah for me i i like uh just about every genre but there's only two that don't really appeal to me one of them is slice of life and the other one is comedy. So I've tried to find really good comedy. I mean, I, I just, with, when it comes to anime, I just don't really enjoy the comedy. I think I love comedy like shows. I love the office and Seinfeld and parks and rec and all those kind of shows, mm-hmm. rest of development. But when it comes to anime, I just, I'm I'm most of the time. I'm not really into the humor. I, I especially dislike, um, anime trope humor. I just do not think that's funny. I, and I don't like, I don't know the community around that. I just yeah, think yeah. it's cringy, but, um, I have found a few in comedy I enjoyed. Like you said, I like Devil's a Part-Timer. Um, I, th- I also enjoyed Kaguya-sama. I read the manga for that. Um, and then I do like shows with elements of comedy. Like I don't really watch straight comedies, um, but like that's another thing I like about the battle shonen genre is they usually have comedy in it, and it's I think it's pretty funny. Like I always thought Naruto was funny. Um, Yu Hakusho had funny moments. And in general, Bleach, like these kind of shows have are, are pretty funny. But again, when it comes to my taste, I don't like comedy – for the it just and it's nothing like I I'm it's nothing against people who like comedy anime but it's just it's in opposition to what I like is which is a serious story that yeah. is going to be coherent and is going to be consistent because when you have comedy that that um you know then that doesn't really matter then you can have a comedy thing like like you had this epic fight and then it just ends in a spoof or something like I don't know right. um so like I said comedy doesn't really appeal to me but I'm still on the lookout like I might try that Konosuba because I. 
at this point, I would watch, I'd be down to watch a straight comedy going into it knowing like I don't have to take it seriously. I might. But but again, it's just, I would rather watch, you know, all these other things. I'd rather watch a sci-fi yeah. or a fantasy or, or a serious uh, drama. Um, and then with Slice of Life, I have similar feelings about just being uninterested by it. Yeah. Let's see. Next question. Um, who is a controversial character that you like? So someone who maybe has some people who loves him, some people who don't like him. Um, I personally, I don't know. You go first. Sure. Um, one character who I've heard is actually more controversial. And I was surprised to hear about this is Suzaku from Code Geass. Have you ever heard of the hate really? for Suzaku? No, it surprised me too. Look into it. Some people think just think he's a complete fool in his beliefs, and they think like they well, just don't like his character. <laughs> I can see why. I mean, because he, he, yeah. I so can see that. the uh, so okay. First of all, the argument. Even if you say that he's a fool in his beliefs because he's like propping up a whatever an empire that's like uh, oppressive, there's multiple levels that I like Suzaku's character. First of all, I think that he's essential to the story. He's um, a character foil for Lelouch, an opposite force to sure. him. And with Suzaku, we're able to have a perspective into the the uh, empire side of, of Britannia. And then with Lelouch's perspective, then we get to see the revolution side of it. And then also, I think his character, again, I think on a certain level, it's fair to think I'm going to change from within. I think that's a, a fair idea. And then further than that, let's say you agree, disagree with him. I still think that having a character that is that does something, even if you disagree with them, that doesn't make them a bad character. Because we have people in real life who do things like this, who have beliefs that I'm going to change the system from within. And hey, maybe they're, they're, they end up propping up, uh, you know, supporting a whatever, a government that is that is evil by doing that. But that, that is people in real life. And to have this story be realistic, you're going to have people like that. So, like, I feel like even if you think he's a fool, that still isn't grounds to say he's a bad character. Because I think he's a great character. I think he's essential. And I really enjoy – I think he brings a lot of the, the themes come from his character um, as well as Lelouch and others. But, like, if you took out Suzaku, you you would be missing a lot of the story. So that's one. I'm, try, I'm trying to think if there's any big examples of it. I'll let you uh, if you got one. I don't know. I don't really have one right now. All right. I, that's cool. I can't think of anything that really is like controversial as far as like me going against the grain. Yeah. Well, we could also say the opposite. Who's a popular, or I guess, well-loved character? You, or just not even that. Just say a character you don't like if you want. I don't know. Um, to go the other way. Characters I don't like. I would say... I'm trying to think of every anime I've ever dropped. I'm trying to think of... Yeah, I know. Or I'm trying to think of even just anime I didn't like. I thought the two protagonists of um, Codebreakers were I terrible characters. I know, I know you haven't seen. I just think that's a really bad anime. And anyone who's I don't, I don't know. It's an anime that most people haven't seen. I I just watched it on a whim, and I just the two characters were just so bad. And just in general, that anime was really bad. So, yeah. Um. I don't. I mean, for me, I don't know. I I can't speak much on this one. That's fine. Well, then we can move on to a new question. So this is a good one. Where do you watch anime, right? If we're people who watch oh, yeah. anime, where do we watch? I would say, well, I mean, for mm-hmm. me, I watch right now currently mostly Crunchyroll. Um, I have pretty much every streaming service ever. I have yeah. Netflix. I have Hulu. I have Crunchyroll. I have Amazon. Um, dude, you're set. Yeah, dude, I'm set in a half. So for me, I think what it started though, like it. I was like looking back and I think I was telling you this earlier like for me when I was like first getting into anime it was hard to get into anime because like I had nothing to watch it on because I I didn't have TV really like from middle school onwards 
I didn't have, uh, yeah, you know, I missed out on that tsunami. I wish right. I could have been in that, but missed and it. And so, um, a lot of the stuff I would just buy and then pop it into my PS4, and I didn't have any, like, streaming services or whatever. I didn't have internet, so I just literally had a PS4 for, like, single-player games and whatever. So, that would kind of hinder me, like, finding a lot of anime just because I'd have to wait to buy it. So now, I think it's becoming such a huge, wide phenomenon, anime itself. So now it's like, Netflix is like, it's a pretty big thing. Yeah. So, and it's becoming more like accessible. Because, you know, you go back like 10 years, and really Crunchyroll wasn't a thing that much. Yeah. Um, Netflix didn't have really anything on it. Hulu, um, you know, so all these streaming services, I think, really yeah. helped propel the anime like industry uh, a huge amount into the western i think appeal so but yeah i mostly watch on crunchyroll um and if there's i mean amazon has some good ones because they have licensing kind of like the whole like i really want to get into a vinland saga Mm -hmm. um and they have the rights to that and no one else does so i mean obviously you can go to like you know your bootleg Mm -hmm. sites and i know that's illegal but a lot i feel like a lot of people do that yeah Well, that was most of my my first few years of anime. Most anime I watched was on bootleg sites. Yeah. I just look it up until I found one. I'd get these viruses, but <laughs> eventually, <laughs> dude, the, the, yeah. the the ads on those things. Dude. I remember like the first one was Naruto Get. That was for all the Naruto stuff. And then what was cool is on the top tabs, they then they had a link to like a One Piece one, a Bleach one, a Dragon Ball one, and that's how I discovered some other ones. And then past that, basically, once I got, uh, like I said, I got in the YouTube community. I heard about more stuff, and then I found my way to Crunchyroll. I'd watch anime there. I never bought it. I remember. I, I don't know if they changed their policy now, but I used to be able to watch it with like ad blocker. Um, I but think you still can. But sometimes they would not. I don't even get how it works because sometimes it wouldn't work. And like even now, sometimes it kicks me. Like it says, like you can't have ad blocker on, and then other times it works. I don't know. I don't know. They got smart. But yeah. Anyway, that would use Crunchyroll. That'd be a good place. And then uh, the other thing I do, like you, I'd buy DVDs and Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the most economical choice, <laughs> but I would try my best to do research on them. There's only been a few that I don't that I own that I like, I wish I didn't buy. But for the most part, I did like, I tried to watch a few episodes and then I'd buy it. And I, I like pretty much everything in my collection. Um, and aside from that, like now and today, I still, if it's a really hard anime to find, I'll bootleg it. But for the most part, I've been able to um, find most of the anime I want to watch on my list. I've been just going through Netflix and Hulu. And um, I've just been going through both of those. And especially Hulu has so many anime. I've been like, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm almost reaching the end of watching stuff on Hulu and, and I'm going to move on to another service, but I even still have a few more on Hulu. Like in this last two years, I've just been marathoning through anime, mostly on Hulu and also a few on Netflix. Like Netflix had like Your Lie in April and uh, Hulu had a bunch. I saw like Psychopath, Erased, yeah. My Hero, a yeah. um, bunch of these shows on there. Yeah, and yeah. then aside from that, like I said, if I can't find the show anywhere, I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to go find it online. And that's... That's a hassle sometimes. Um, but the other thing is also YouTube. Believe it or not, you can still find anime on YouTube. Only certain ones. But you can look up. I feel like if they're lesser known, you can randomly find like the whole thing on YouTube. Like I'm watching Legends of the Galactic Heroes right now. There's a channel that uploaded all the uh, the episodes. Well, not all of them, but like a lot of them. So for now, I'm watching them all on there. I saw like Rainbow. What was it called? Like Rainbow Nisha no Robaku. That's another great anime that I watched on YouTube because – some nice soul uploaded. So that's pretty cool. And I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's not legal, but I guess they're, uh, the shows, if they're yeah. obscure enough, they're hidden and no one really find no, right. none of these companies really find it. So yeah, you can find some. And also, um, Funimation themselves upload a few of their series. And I think Sentai does too. Like not all of them, but there's a, like, you can yes. find, um, a certain magical index I think is on you. They uploaded all of them on YouTube. Mm. 
Um, I think Gankutsuo, some of those were on YouTube. Hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah. But for the most part, I'm still watching more on Hulu. I think Netflix is kind of weak on their anime, but I've been watching on Hulu. They're trying to do their own thing. Yeah, Netflix is, I don't know, they, they don't have very many good ones. But luckily, they, they uploaded a few more, or they brought a few more on. Like, they have March Comes the Lion now. And I know that's a really good anime. And they've they, just got a silent voice on there. Yeah, and a silent voice. That's really that's good. And Anohana, I'm planning to watch. They yeah, just added that, so I'm, that. I'm planning on that one. Yeah, that's on my list. Yeah. So, uh, who are the the? Let's see, your favorite female characters in anime? Waifus. They don't get a lot of love. It could be yes. a waifu, or it could just be one that you think is a great character. <clears throat> um. Well, when we're talking about favorite women, I would say. Uh, I love Zero Two. Uh, Darling the Franks, she was kind of like the main, um, your main squeeze pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Zero Two was pretty awesome. And I love, dude, the Reddit, the subreddit actually on uh, Darling the Franks is amazing. Yeah. Like I will say that community, the community is booming. Because you go to a lot of other anime um, subreddit pages. Oh, yeah. Some into, don't like, have much. Some don't have anything. Like you go to Sucks. like, even Kogias. Kogias is like. Yeah, I'm, follow, I'm following that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. It has like twenty three thousand members. Their community is decent. Semi, you know. But active. I think it helps that Darling the Franks was recent. Too, yeah, that it true. like in this age, it, then it made a big community. But um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and so it has like sixty thousand members or whatever, and like nice. Uh, it's it's so fun to be a part of that one. It's it's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah, healing to the soul. Trust me. Well, um, if you think that's bad, I'm part of a siren community, and there's currently like twelve members on it. <laughs> it's this manga that like. I guess not very many people have read, <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh, like I make a post on there and like there's no one there. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's sad, but um, it is what it is. Uh, so zero two was one. I would say uh, Winry. I loved Winry. Yeah. I thought she was actually such a good character um, in Full Metal Alchemist. If you haven't seen it, uh, Winry and I wish something would have happened, but I mean it's not really the cause of the whole show. I know that's kind of like you know it kind of probably put a. Mm, kind of like a fork in the road as far as like how the plot needs to go. Um, but I, I do love them. I do love the interactions between Ed and Winry. Um, yeah. Whenever they're on screen together, I think it's pretty good chemistry and yeah. you feel like something's going to happen. But, you know, anime. Sundari's the, the best, man. Dude, no, Sundari. Yeah. Um, so people, um, I, hate it. I like Sundari. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's, yeah, she, I thought she was a good character. She's um, well drawn and obviously a lot of like, a lot of like cute designs or whatever and stuff and good personality traits and all that stuff. Um, Another one I would say recently is uh, I saw Rising of the Shield Hero and yeah, Roth yeah, Talia. She, yeah, she's Roth Talia was pretty awesome. And um, did you finish that? Is that yeah, over now? Oh. It was actually. Was, did yeah. you like the whole thing? Cause... I actually really liked the whole thing. Uh, I yeah. enjoyed it. I'd probably give it like an eight. Um, I need a. I have it on hold. I'll finish it. Someday. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I liked uh, it. As far as Isekai go, because Isekai right now has kind of been like on the down for me. Yeah. Um, it's been such a Talk drag to soon. really. So I thought this show did pretty well as far as. Um, kind of keeping the hype. It started off like really dark, and it doesn't really keep that uh, kind of keep that tone because it kind of turns into a different anime. But it's good though. I would actually recommend it a whole bunch just because if you're looking to isekai, if you're looking for kind of like that uh, that genre, I think this is a really good one. And like I said, Raftalia was probably one of my favorite characters and favorite things about that show. Yeah. Just uh, the character. I forget the main character's name. Um, I don't even know. Uh, the shield hero the shield hero yeah I mean the <laughs> then shield we can just say yeah yeah uh, now, now for me now for oh, yeah. me and now Ralph Talia whenever they're on screen together again me. um yeah now for me <laughs> uh, that, it was actually just such good interaction they treated her so well and I, that's what I loved about it too because she she was a slave technically yeah and yeah, so yeah. I think awesome. um 
it was really good. And actually, there was like such controversy behind the anime. I didn't even know. Um, just because of the rape allegations. Oh, yeah, and, the rape allegations, yeah. Uh, stuff that was yeah. happening in the actual, like, you know, real world. And yeah. so, because I think, I forget the senator, like, not the senator, but the, uh, who was running? Someone for... talked about Shield Hero, a politician? No, like, <laughs> it was like, it, it was just, I don't know, it was weird, though. I People just want you to like, know, I do not support Shield Hero. Yeah, right. That's not my enemy of choice. Uh, and it was just like, it was, it was wild, though, because, like, people were saying, like, oh, because, like, these rape allegations and how... Um, yeah, I don't know how far that. you got into the anime. I, d- I already got to that part. Did. I'm waiting for her to get... I'm on, like, episode nine. I'm waiting for that one girl to get her... Get what's coming to her. The, oh. one, who did, the one who did that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, it's a little... That's one of the things that keep, what makes does. you want to keep watching. Just to see her get it get it back to Dude, her. Whatever. she's, like... She's the most hated person yeah. ever. But uh, yeah, sure. I, there was a lot of controversy between, like, the Slave Crest. And, that's um, true, I guess. Cause, like, but he lets I her guess, out of it, though, right? Or something happens to where she gets out of it, basically. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Does she get it back? She gets it back because that's her own choosing. Because it's there's a... people like saying like, "Oh, like you, you're just being, you know," because they, I don't know, people got way too yeah, into it. Like, oh, Stockholm from, syndrome from and... uh, slavery. Exactly. And so they were like, they were bringing up things. I'm like, dude, he's, you're looking yeah, way he's, too into he's it. He's working in a in a different society from Mars where slavery is accepted, and he's, yeah, he's, and, he had to make her a slave to get her out of that other slave. Right. Fire. And so but I mean, I get why, because like, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna get into it, but. People were just like really like yeah. Like, anyway, so she's your waifu. She's she's waifu right. material for sure. Um, my from Bunny Girl. Oh yeah, Bunny Girl. Dude, one of my she, one her, of my top picks, dude. dude. Yeah, her character was awesome, and that I think anime the dialogue in that show between her and um, Sakta. Yeah, both of them. Was, That's waifu and what's the other one? What's uh, the husband one? Husband. Husband. <laughs> both of them, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. She was uh, she was awesome. I think uh, I loved her character. And I wish I wish the anime really. Um, I had, I guess, have more of them in it. Yeah, because... my only grip, I loved it, but but near the end, it kind of didn't really give us much. Kind of teased the relationship, like yeah. focused on other things and didn't really give us mind soccer to that time. Yeah, and I wish it was more of them, but but you it's know... still better than the most romance anime. And oh yeah, that, they got together right away, and I like that. Yes, like, and right that's away. another thing too. No wasting time. There's a anime trope, you know, uh, again about like there's the main guy, right? There's the main girl, and they like each other, but they're not gonna do anything about it, yeah. and they dance around each other, and they. You know, I'll tell it, you what, we'll talk about romance, the romance genre. But yeah, coming anyways, up. yeah, we'll, we'll, um, we'll get into that. I would say another one for me is Rem. Rem is yeah. well known. I mean, if you've watched ReZero, you know who Rem is. Um, yeah. Tell and... me what's so good about Rem. Because where I got, I, I thought she was. The part where I got to was where she killed him. And I'm like, this girl's a psychopath. But now everyone so, says she's waifu. So no, I don't get You that. have to go past it just because the part, that part of the anime, it, you'll see, it'll make more sense just because once he comes back to life again and they kind of talk to talk through things you'll see why she killed him um because she yeah. thought is there a good reason <laughs> i mean yeah yeah there's a good reason because she thought he was the I cause of all the, uh, all, all the evil and stuff okay, whatever sure and so uh he thought she basically he was the source and which technically he is spoilers kind of thing but yeah um and uh so if you get later on to the show uh she loves pretty much subaru and they kind of like get really close to each other but he ends up picking Amelia anyways because Amelia is kind of like the main Yeah, chick. I thought they anyways, had a good romance, but apparently everyone roots for the other one. I'd say Rem on. because, well, Amelia is like... I thought they had... Amelia and... I really like the relationship. Like I, I should probably say, I, I got like eight episodes in before uh, yeah, stopping. Yeah, you really got to watch the full thing to get everybody on I the just lo- side. I lost interest when they started just spending all the time with Rem and Ram, but maybe I'll give it another chance. I yeah. like the first four episodes. I thought those were amazing. Yeah, they were really well. Uh, I, I love the anime, and I think... Um, she, I don't know, she was just a good character as far as, like, you really feel for her because she loves Subaru, and I think she, like, the whole time, like, they, they spend together, like, sure. she really grows, and, like, it's almost, like, to the point of, like, because 
he has to try over and over and over again to really win these people over again because he dies so much and he goes through such a change and he still tries to find a way to kind of appeal to them and to kind of grow yeah. and develop a relationship with them and Rem finally I think comes around and you know has, cool. starts having feelings for him and um Man, I really I would I ship them I ship them. Nice. Well, it's nice to hear there's more to her character because maybe I'll maybe that's why I'll I'll try it again because I thought they were just boring both of them. But yeah. Anyway, that's that's cool. But yeah, I would say those are probably the ones that stick out to me. And, so, and yeah. Chica. God bless Chica. Chica. Oh yeah. The Chica sure, dance, sure. dude. The Chica dance. Yeah. Oh cool. man. But yeah, go ahead. Um, there's a lot of uh, let's see. I don't really do the waifu thing. I don't. I know a lot of people like doing that, but I'm like, these are fictional characters. But that being said, <laughs> I still like. There's a lot of female characters I like in different ways. Like some of them I just really like as people, and other ones I think are great characters. I'll just mix them both together. So first, um, I I agree. I really like Mai. I think she's mm-hmm. just a great like, uh, romantic partner kind of character. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't get uh, get all mixed up in again the, you know, there's always these what what's the word these. Uh, misconceptions that happen in romance anime and then the yeah. girl gets all upset and the guy yep. is all confused but then she doesn't fall for that she's like right away understands what's going on um and then i really like saber from phase zero i just thought she's a a great uh female character just a great character um you know she just had a you know she was like a king in the past and then she failed and then she's kind of like she has to be brought back to life and i just thought it was an interesting character mm-hmm. um and i have a few other i really like setsuko from rainbow so that's um that's an anime again barely anyone has seen it but and so that's already one thing and then barely the people who've seen it i don't even because no one's seen it no one talks about it and because of that no one talks about this this girl named setsuko who is like like probably one of my number one favorite female characters she's just so endearing such a great character Mm -hmm. and and how in such a a tough scenario she's in i won't give any spoilers but yeah, yeah she really helps out some of the main characters um another one um I think Nina or Anna, whichever name you prefer, from Monsters, a really great uh, female character. Um, I really like Nami from One Piece. I think she's um, she's cool. I enjoy her character. Uh, had a really sad past. Um, I think Tsunade from the original Naruto was a really great character, like really underrated. Obviously, maybe going towards in Shippuden, then the story doesn't really do much for her. So that's. I mean, she still has she still has a purpose in Shippuden. She has you know some some action parts and some parts as being Hokage, but I feel like she really gets, uh, her character was underused in Shippuden. But in the original Naruto, she had this amazing character arc where she was like this fallen, you know, the great Sanin who's kind of fallen into being a drunk gambler. And then, you know, when Jirai and Naruto find her, they kind of tell her she needs to get back on her feet. And then she goes through that development. She has a, you know, very sad past and then comes full circle, you know, with Naruto also inspiring her to be, become the Hokage, you know? And I thought that was a really cool uh, journey in the, in the original Naruto. So I think those are a few female characters I enjoy. Uh, let's do another genre. Cause we're let's see. Yeah, we got more time. Um, let's see. I'm gonna pick one. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick the drama because I want to talk about a few anime. Um, so the first one, just just so I can say it, cause I, I've talked about it a little, is uh this anime called Rainbow. So pretty much, I think it's it's probably my favorite drama. It's it's this uh, prison drama about these uh, Japanese boys in a post-world war ii japan who are like put in this reform school which is basically like a prison so the conditions are very hard they have like these abusive uh people running the running the prison i really like this anime because i think it's really realistic um the characters are really uh deep and like they have each one of them has a, a hard struggle like a hard life they've came from and obviously now they're in prison that led them here to prison 
And then what this anime really does too, which I think is great, is that it also shows what happens after prison. Because a lot of these, I feel like a lot of things, it's like, you're out of prison, like, yay, like, you know, like, uh, like that's the end. Like, but, but we know in real life, like once you get out of prison, you still have a, a life to return to that's really hard. Life is already hard. Plus you're a prison, you're an ex-prison, you know, uh, person who's going to be uh, treated, you know, a certain way. So it shows their life outside of prison too. And it shows all their struggles. It shows that life still is hard after prison. But ultimately I think the message is uplifting. Um, and I think it's a great anime. And then I'm sorry, I, I went before you, but I just had no some drama. So you, I guess you can just think, cause I got like one um, or two more. Honestly, I only have one that really comes to my mind as okay. far as drama goes, because I don't really watch. I mean, sure. we have a lot of anime that kind of bleed into other. No, well, what I was gonna say is, I feel like most anime have like drama in them. Yeah. But what we're specifically talking about is anime that are like main, like mainly that's drama, what I'm thinking of. and that's hard because there's not. I feel like, well, there there are some, but they're not very popular. Like I feel like like anime that are mainly drama are are lesser known, but there are still some really good ones. Uh, I would say that one drama that sticks out to me. Um, off the top of my head, would probably uh, be Angel Beats. Angel mm-hmm. Beats was actually, I thought, a really good drama because it talks about, um, so you have these characters like in this kind of like a purgatory, if you will, right? It's like an in-between between the afterlife because for them, you know, in Jap- Japan culture or whatever, Japanese culture, um, people, they believe to be like reincarnated. So these people aren't reincarnated yet. They're in this kind of like midway path, right? The purgatory, the kind of in-between. And so you have this the main character who plops into this purgatory and he throughout the story you kind of find out why they're there and it's because they haven't fulfilled a calling or like they haven't really gone after something like that they really appreciate not really appreciate but really uh, are passionate about or they kind of didn't put that effort forth to really try and do something about it. Um, so he as a main character he spends all this time with um, each different character of his class in this club that you know, he joins and he gets them to uh, basically fulfill and do that thing that they never got to do in their first life, right? Or their previous life. And once they do that, that there's like this feeling of like relief and they, they have this feeling of like um, this peace come over them and they finally get to be, you know, they move on, right? And they get reincarnated. And that's, I think, a lot of the show's appeal because they have, they're, they're scared of, you know, hey, like, they're, they don't want to like disappear and they don't want to like move on and they're scared of actually, you know, doing something that's going to be, um, I guess, getting them to where they want to be. But there's kind of like this whole like, um, I guess, like the future or I guess the unknown parts about like, hey, what does the future have for me? And so I think they uh, they, they go about it in a cool way. I yeah, think. this uh, one's on my list. I mean, I, this is what I want to see. It's a, it's a good one. It's a really good one. Mm. Um, another genre, uh, drama anime, I would say, is Rose of Versailles. So this is an older anime. It's a story about um, basically the events leading up to the French Revolution. I just, um, the French Revolution. I just thought it was a great anime. And um, it's probably, not probably, it is the best uh, shoujo anime I've seen. It's like, goes, whatever you think of shoujo, like this is an anime that is is like next level like it's a very uh, serious complex story it's not it's not like it has romance elements but it's for the most part it's telling this story about like this you know social uh struggle and and different classes and um you know if you know the story what's really interesting about this anime is that um if you know the french revolution right you know how that ends with uh, all the people rising up and killing all the uh, you know the royalty and, and all that you know because they're like under really bad conditions so you but this is the events leading up to it so the whole time you're like you know where these characters are going to end because you know one of the main characters is the princess and um and rose of versailles and then uh and the rose of versailles is like this uh i think it's like the capital of 
of, of France, or, or, or it's it's where the king and the uh, king and the queen stay, and like a, other royalty. And also your main the and the main protagonist, who ultimately is the main protagonist, is this character named um, Oscar, who's this female knight. Which is um this is a fictional part they added to it, but I thought she was a great character. She was like a knight to the queen or uh, to the princess, and like she's just a really good character. And there's also Andre, who's kind of her partner in this, and yeah, it's just a really good story, um really dramatic, uh, showing the struggle, and showing how like at first everyone's kind of in, everyone loves the you know the royalty, but it kind of shows transitionally as their conditions get worse and like people are starving that it leads to a revolution and it's very intense. Um, let's see. I'm trying to, th- I don't know if there's any other drama I would bring up. I see those are my two. Yeah. I don't have too much, uh, yeah. To weigh in on that one. I, there, there's definitely more drama on my list. Like I know there's a few more like seinen anime that are really good. And, and, uh, also, uh, like there's a few more good yeah. ones I've heard of. Um, who's okay. This is, you can say any character you want. Who's a side character you love? Just one. Just one. You Just love. one. Yeah. Ah, man. There's so many. Um, so it doesn't even have to be like the very favorite. It can just be one of them. I could say Roy Mustang. Right. Roy Mustang, uh, if you watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh, he is probably one of my favorite characters. And there's there's many. But yeah. um, he, uh, one of the greatest moments actually in anime history, I think. The moment where, well, I don't want to spoil it for you because yeah. you know you're going to watch it. So the thing I should say also, I've seen Full Metal Alchemist, but I haven't finished Brotherhood. That's something I've had... I watched them, and then I was like, I'm just going to save it for a t- another time. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, for anybody that knows what I'm talking about, the 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 thing he pulled off and the thing, the action, and the whole, like, yeah, he's just, I think, a good stand-up character. He fights for, you know, what he believes in, and he stands up for pretty much, um, you know, like, good things, right? And yeah. so uh, I think he he adds a lot to the main cast. And I think he's a great supporting character for, like, the brothers, which is Ed and Al. Um, and he's just a great character overall. Yeah. Would you say FMAB focuses a lot more on Roy and also the the Hawkeye girl? And... Yeah. It has a lot yeah. more focus on them. I was going to say, yeah. Um, I think in the first – well, Full Metal oh – God, it's been so long, actually. I, yeah. Well, I could say because I've seen the, the original. He, the, he definitely was a great character, but I feel like he didn't – him and especially Hawkeye and just their group didn't get that much focus. I was I just had the feeling that Brotherhood would – probably give them more no th- yeah i think they do actually get it more because uh it it does revolve around like different kind of stories all coming in and culminating culminating yeah to that's kind all of, like, i love into that. a singular story and yeah, so you do that. have those parts of like hey this is gonna be about roy and hawkeye and i really do like roy and hawkeye yeah i think they have like kind of a cool like do they end up getting a romance they <laughs> i don't think they do just because like they're in the, both in the military right yeah. and it's it's pretty much known that he does have i'm sure has feelings for her because yeah. I think there's a point in the anime where something happens and he loses it. And so, um, so yeah, it, I think they have a really good dynamic and good uh, chemistry between the two. And I really do like their characters. So Roy would probably be uh, one of my favorite side characters. Nice. Well, I'm going to say one of my favorites who probably is my favorite. Um, and that is Rock Lee from Naruto. I just have to talk yeah. about him. He is like, <laughs> from the moment I saw this boy come in and though. freaking take out sasuke who was like one of the strongest people we knew um in the tuning in the tuning exams just before it even started rockley's like hey sasuke you know let's let's have a little let's have a little uh hustle or let's have a little little match and then he takes out and then oh yeah naruto charges in and he freaking knocks aside naruto and then sasuke and like you know and then he like freaking scares sasuke almost takes him out and then in the tuning exams he just has so many great moments 
um, you know, when he fight, he's fighting those uh, during the one phase. He's fighting the sound ninja. He like takes on three yeah. at a time. Like yeah. what a beast! And then we get his um, backstory, and then you see like this dude is really like came from like nothing. Like he he has no ninjutsu, no genjutsu. All he has is taijutsu, and I just love that concept. And I just love this character. I think he's funny, but I also think he's very like epic. Like yeah, like definitely. when he gets serious, dude, he has he has a moral code. He's like, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna help save people, and I'm gonna be like the greatest ninja without using any ninjutsu or taijutsu. Yeah. And then obviously when he faces Gara. This is like my uh, among my very favorite fights in anime, and this is probably like my sing uh, the single most hype I've ever been. When Rock Lee, uh, he's fighting Gara, right? And when I when I was uh, watching this, and I have no idea where the story was gonna go, I'm like, what's gonna happen here? Because these are like two of the strongest characters introducing the tuning exam. I'm like, why? Why? Who's who's supposed to win this? Yeah. Like, what's gonna happen? And then I think like Gar, but even Gara, even more. I'm like, this dude is so OP. Like, there's no way Gara's gonna lose. But then, um, you know, because no one's ever even touched him. And then Rock Lee yeah. freaking drops the weights and goes, like, super speed. And I got so hyped. And then, like, he, he you know, kicks Gara and, like, the first person to ever touch him. Yeah. And then Gara's scared. Dude, freaking Gara, who's, like, murdering people, getting scared of Rock Lee for, you know, those moments. Like, yeah, that was that, that was, was intense. Like, that he was ends up losing, but which is sad. But still, that was a great fight. And then through that, and that's why I like the original Naruto. It focuses a lot more on the certain side characters that in the leaf. Whereas Shippuden's great, but what's sad is Rock Lee doesn't really get focused on in Shippuden, and I thought he was just an amazing character. Really sad. And he and you know, he he has good character development. Um near the later parts of the original Naruto when he loses like where he has like a broken leg. Yeah. And then he's like never gonna be a ninja again, but then he ends up getting a procedure where he's able to like then come in and help the fight against Kimi Mario. Yeah, but yeah. That fight was awesome. Yeah, I, lo I love Rock Lee. Yeah, there's so many characters, I think, side characters from uh, Naruto that I love, too. Yeah, that's one of its best uh, qualities, and that's why I love Naruto, is there's so many great side characters. And Shippuden, as well, has a lot of great ones, but it's just different. It's, like, more so the Akatsuki and different villains, whereas yeah. the original, I kind of like the original, how it focused on all these, like, Shikamaru and uh, Neji and Gara and all these people who are, like, really cool. Yeah. So, that is a favorite side character. Now, let's... um do this since we got probably a few questions left let's do the anime specific genres we're just going to knock through all four try to be more quick on it okay. because i think they're um let's talk about them so i'm going to let you since you're more of a we're, first one is isekai i'm going to let you take this yeah. one because you're more of the isekai guy between us yeah um i'd say the isekai genre uh the first of its uh, obviously the first of its kind was not sayo but i think that was the one that was really to propel it into like the state where it's at to really become its own genre and I think it's an interesting genre, and I know why it appeals to so many people, because, hey, we're watching anime to kind of, like, escape or whatever, or like, kind of like, hey, let's watch something different. And so it takes that appeal to be like, hey, like, it's a normal person, like, everyday otaku, and then you have, you know, Truck-kun running somebody <laughs> over. Where did that meme start? Truck-kun is amazing. And, well, yeah. because literally every isekai starts with, hey, you either A, you die, or you get transported. So that's awesome. if they die, you get hit by a truck. And so, like, <laughs> Just like, that's how it starts? I'm trying to think of one that starts Dude. Um, so I know, dude, it's amazing. I yeah. I think kind of super starts because I know ReZero. He just starts. He's in like a convenience store, and then he, boom, he's yeah. Now I can't even think. I've no, I've seen an anime though. Where sure, but that's gets... that's a funny meme. Anyway. Anyways, but, but okay. yeah, so you know, Truckin runs him over, right? And so they get transported to this other world that they have no like recollection. And I think the appeal to it is because like, hey, we have to explain everything because this person's in a new world and he has no idea. So like it helps them, I think, world build because they have to like say, hey, this is our world. This is like 
So, I don't know. I think to setting-wise, that's why it appeals and it's so easy to mm -hmm. do it. But and what I are, think, like, your favorites? I'd say my favorites... Um, the Isekai. Probably Rising the Shield Hero. I thought it was a great uh, Isekai. Um, but my favorite, I think, Isekai for sure would be ReZero. ReZero, yeah. I think, stands head and shoulders above the rest as far as, like, um, you know, stuff goes, as Isekai goes. Um, so, yeah, that's my Isekai thoughts sure. on it, at least. Um, I have nothing against the isekai genre. It seems like right now it gets a lot of hate. And I guess, I mean, it should be expected when it's a really popular and like they're popping out yeah. like several each season. People get tired of it. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't really watch that many isekai. It's not really a genre I'm really invested in. But that being said, like I enjoyed Sword Art Online. Um, Devil is a Part Timer is like a reverse isekai. I thought that was a fun show. Mm -hmm. And like the ones I've seen, I actually have enjoyed a few of them. Um, Rise of the Shield Hero, I liked. And also ReZero. I like both of these. The problem is I just... I lost interest in both of them. I didn't drop either of them. I just have them on hold. And another thing to know about me is I have a big on hold section of like 50 anime and I have like a bunch dropped. And I also have like hundreds more planned. So I just have so many anime to watch. Not enough time. I have to end up yep. prioritizing. Yep, yep. That being said, I do want to say for ReZero's case, those first four episodes were phenomenal. Like that's why I still – I didn't drop it. I'm still going to give it another chance because those first four were like – those were incredible. Like so thrilling and mysterious. And like that's the kind of isekai – I want to see what, and like, I like how it was like resetting every time. And he, he had to like, he was trying to, every time he'd end up dying, he's trying to figure out like what's even going on in the beginning. Yeah. I just feel like it slowed down once he got to that, um, that, uh, the mansion, mansion. the mansion. Arc, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what now? Well, I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, it, anyway. it gets better once you get to like, the I liked it when yeah. he's exploring different areas every time. That's why I liked about it Yeah, yeah. of the, like trying to find new routes to like figure out what to do. And then they were stuck at a mansion every episode. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so yeah, Isekai. I, I, I enjoy it yeah, uh, sometimes. It's not one of my favorites, but next is Battle Shonen. Uh, for me, I'm not huge into Battle Shonen. I mean, I've watched Naruto and I've watched, uh, God, actually, well, Dragon Ball Z, I guess. Um, but for me, I'm not huge into Battle Shonen just because of how long they are. And it's like, mm -hmm. like you said, there's not really enough time to watch Big all bear. the anime and all the, the stuff that I want. Like, I want to watch Hunter Hunter um, and I want to watch JoJo's and I don't have time. Yeah, <laughs> and there's Yu Yu Hakusho too, uh, and so those are all kind of long running anime, and I feel like I just don't have the time to like put into it as far as like yeah the you know because there are hundred plus episodes usually besides and I think, it's, yeah yeah besides I think Yu Yu but um yeah I mean I don't know I I know it's a good it's a good it's a good genre and if I had the time I'd probably watch it and right now I'm watching Black Clover just kind of in the background and I'm on episode eight like I'll I'll be doing nice. something and I'll just throw it in the background and I already know exactly what's going on <laughs> without even having to read all of it. Because it's yeah. just kind of very, like, okay, it's basic. So, um, until it picks up, I'm sure I'm probably not going to pay too much attention to it. So, I don't know. That's that's my take on it. Sure. Um, Battle Shonen is one of my favorite genres. Possibly my favorite. Just because it's the genre I started out in, right? Naruto, um, One Piece, Hunter x Hunter, Bleach. Um, and then I got into others like Yu Yu Hakusho. And I just love these. Now, I do think some Battle Shonen are bad. Like, there's some of them that I don't enjoy. Um, but the ones I like, I love, and they're among my very favorite anime. And like I said, I think Yu Yu Hakusho is incredible. Um, and it, it goes above just having like, you know, the regular tropes of you have fights and you have a character who's once has this big ambition, but you know, there's a lot of interesting characters and I, I do like the battle shonen. I, it appeals to me on some levels. Like I like the idea of having this large grand story and I like the idea of having all these different characters and having all these different story arcs where it's like you have each, you know, you have these same group of uh, the same protagonist, but they're going to go through different story arcs where sometimes a short anime is just like one story and then you're done. Yeah. Um, 
But that being said, once you're past, uh, you know, once maybe you're an adult, you don't have as much time, it gets yeah. harder and harder to watch these shows. That's why I think I'm fortunate that I watched them when I was at a younger age. So at least I got them finished now. <laughs> but yeah, that can that's the only drawback. I agree with you, Jagger, that when they're super long, because like I look at, I'm trying to think of a long one that I haven't seen. Well, at this point, like Dragon Ball Z, I don't know how I'm ever going to watch that because I watched like 40 episodes. Yeah. I enjoyed them, but um, I just don't want to watch 300. And then I Bleach too. I really liked the the 60 episodes I watched, but I don't want to watch, you know, another 200 of those. So it's just tough for that. But like I said, the ones I love, I love, and I love the hype. And this is where that, this is the main place where the hype comes from. Mm -hmm. Even an average shonen like Black Clover. And I was just watching episode four and I just, this came back to me, dude, when he, when he's facing off against the guy who has a shield and he just comes in and whacks him right away. I'm like, I got, I got so hyped, dude. (laughs) I was like, I didn't expect it. Dude, he's just like that. the dude's talking all this trash. It's just one shot, dude. See, Battlestone, they just do stuff like that, man. You get, you just got these hype moments. Ari said stuff with like Naruto. And then One Piece as well has so many awesome moments. And also, I think there are certain ones that you just get in this journey. And it's not as much about it being a Battlestone. Just some of them are just great stories. Like One Piece is this epic journey with all these different um, uh, cultures and civilizations clashing. And then you have Luffy, who's kind of this wild force going throughout and um and ultimately he's helping people along the way you have hunter x hunter which is this super if you just look at it um it looks like a typical shonen but when you actually watch it it's uh this super complex story where it goes through like different genres every single story arc it's strange in that way um and it's just super groundbreaking at times there's these um you know it pulls off these characters especially near the end there's some villains that like you've never seen anything like hunter x hunter it's a unique show and um and then Yu Yu Hakusho as well. I think it's they're both made by the same author. I think Yu Yu Hakusho is probably the best of all the Battle Shonen. I would say that one's the best. Just as far as being balanced, it has everything. It does everything. It excels in character. It excels in its fights being well executed. Um, it has very interesting themes. You know, and Yu Yu Hakusho uh, explores a lot of uh, you know different characters who are like coming. It, it's uh, coming from a morally gray place where it's like you have some ca- characters who. On Yusuke's side, who are kind of you know a little mixed, kind of they're kind of getting from a bad place, and then you have villains who who started out well and then ended up being bad, you know, and you kind of see the way they fell. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And Yusuke's an and a great character, and I just enjoy Battle Shonen. Yeah. So let's see, uh, Mecha. I, I'll go ahead and say I don't really watch that many Mecha. Um, Mecha is the next one. I mean, I, I am interested in trying out more. Um, for the ones I've seen, I enjoyed Code Geass. Um, Evangelion, I didn't like as much. See, my problem is a lot of times the things I'm least interested in mecha shows are the mecha moments. Like, I don't know if that's... But that, like I said, I've only seen a few. But I'm way more... Like in Evangelion, I was way more interested when they're outside of the mechs and when we're exploring their characters. But when they're in the mech battles, they're just, you know, they're just like battles. They weren't that interesting. Yeah, fair enough. But Code Geass's battles were pretty... I thought they were... Uh, the mech battles were a little bit cooler. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, for this one, I, I definitely... It's like a staple for the anime genre um or i guess the medium itself because i not so much prevalent in these days just because there isn't too many mecha anime going around um you still have like your huge huge mobile suit gundam kind of thing um that's kind of like yeah that's the one i need to get into someday isn't that like a huge like it's it's gigantic there's so many different anime right but are they all the same story no they're all different stories it's like the same universe different stories see that's that's like a long battle shown and you're like how do i even start similar to the fate it's it's overwhelming it's like how do i even start that yeah it's it really is overwhelming and i think (laughs) a lot uh, of the the fans just kind of keep it going because they know and they just kind of stick with it but it's overwhelming to really get into it that'll be my next Um, phase but yeah i love it i i i like it 
because there's there's mecha and then there's like I think uh, they call it like super mecha or something like that. So there's things that are a. It's like you have a mecha that are gonna be like okay, it's gonna be a robot. It's this big robot. Um, and you're gonna see all the gears and it has to move in a certain way for it to be like a mecha, right? And then there's like your super mechas, which are more like you know your Gurren Lagans and uh, those things that you know it's probably doesn't make sense for a robot to do. And so those two are kind of different. So um, I like Gurren Lagan. I liked uh, SSS Gridman. Um, I liked what else was there? Yeah, like you said, Code Geass was a good one. But really, I at the end of the day, I, I don't think it boils down to like a mech show because mm-hmm. I feel like it's like the least with Code Geass. Yeah. With oh, Code I know. That, that's probably why I liked it. it. Had so many other things going. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm trying to think. I think Gurren Lagan, SSS Gridman, mm-hmm. and um, what other mech one? Uh, the Iron Blooded Orphans, and that's a Mobile Suit Gundam show. Um, that one was actually a really good one. I haven't seen any other mobile suits, but those that one was actually really good. It's fifty episodes long, um, and I had it. I had a really good story. I really liked it. Nice. And it really caught me off guard because I was like, ah, I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah, can like, you watch it before uh, watching watch it. other stuff? Yeah. So you no, just you can, you can that's my main thing. If I can lines. jump into, I'll jump into it. But yeah, you can go in blind, and you, if there's you, a huge you order. So it, the mecha genres, it's it's good. Yeah, if you like that kind of stuff. Sure, and I know it's really popular. I I know I, I need a. I haven't really got into like deep in the mecha, so someday I will. But yeah. I, too many, I have nothing I want to watch right now. So the last one's Harem. I don't have much to say. I don't watch Harem. I don't I mean, care for Harem. <laughs> I feel like Harem is in a lot of anime. I feel like a lot of... Yeah. Uh, it's just... It no, I know. one of those anime tropes. Yeah. Um, just because you have one guy and like a ton of girls around him. And so it, it hardly ever really propels the story forward. Yeah. I mean, unless like... I mean, I've, I've heard of uh, the quintessential quintuplets or whatever, which is like a non-met-your-mother kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. But it's it's whatever for me. Yeah, it just I, I doesn't appeal to me. If yeah. you like that, you enjoy it. But if, I, if I'm watching a, wor- a romance, I want to take it seriously and I would prefer it to be like, you know, one person pursuing another person, not like one person pursuing ten people. Yeah. More, yeah. If you like it, dude, more power to you. More whamming, yeah. more That's why Bonnie Girl Senpai really caught me off guard because I'm like, this looks like a typical harem that I'm going to hate. And then I I don't know why. I watched an episode of it and I'm like, this is actually I think pretty that good. caught everybody off guard. That yeah. Show, it was like dude. everybody, you read them, read it on Mal, you're like, oh, this is going to be a trash show. Yeah. It was like a bunny girl on the thing. So it's like, it's just going to be I shouldn't even watch it because it seriously looked like, and it looked like it had the, the sister who had like a weird incest thing going on. So I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's like, I was all the setup for that. But, it, yeah, but then it wasn't. And then it doesn't go that way. So I was like, really? So yeah, yeah, I think that's all I have to say. All right, for there. sure. So I say we're we're nearing the end. Um, I don't know if there's any other questions or topics you wanted to explore. Um, is there any other genres you want to pick? Or I would say, uh, you. I guess favorite ops. Oh yeah, ops. I would say I got a ton. I'll I'll go first because I have it already in my head. Sure. Um, I would say the favorite op to date would probably be Mob Psycho Two. Mob mm-hmm. Psycho Two's op, I think. Uh, Man, I I bump that in my car. Mm-hmm. I, like oh, it, yeah. it gets me going. It's like really like it's so it goes so hard because I think it fits well with the anime because it has like it has like this cool like persona vibe to it. If you have seen anything Persona Five related or kind of like in that kind of genre, it's very colorful. It pops out, and um, I like too that it it's like self written. It this like the song itself re- pertains to the anime. It has to deal with it. So uh, I thought it was really cool, and it just it jams. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of other good. OPs. I know there's so I, many great a ones. A lot of good ones, yeah. and I think uh, 
I don't want to keep beating the Full Metal train. Dude, FMIB opening yeah, one? Dude, Boy, but the I, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and even some of the original ones, um, has yeah. some of the greatest openings. That first one's iconic, man, of, yeah. uh, of Brotherhood. And I will say, Domestic Girlfriend has dude, I was gonna no say, right being that good. Yeah, it has no right dude, being that good. That is one of the best songs I've heard, and I don't that that it's obviously a trash anime. I'm never dude, gonna watch. It's it's but a dumpster. Fire. I put that. I have this playlist on Spotify of every anime song I could find. That's original yeah. too. But but yeah, it's it's uh. I, bet. I have that one in there. It's good. Yep. I like a lot of openings. Um, just going through them. I think Code Geass has a lot of good ones. I think the first one's great. You know, two, th- uh, three, four, and five are great. I think Naruto has a lot of great ones. Um, I think opening five hypes me up. And four, those are like my two that really get me nostalgic. Like, um, we are fighting dreamers. Do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That was a good one. So good. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of another really good one. Erased opening one is perfect, man. That one's Yeah, that was a good one. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. Also, are we doing ending themes? Because there's a lot of good endings. I mean, themes. honestly, I feel like I skip Edie's. Um, dude i love ending themes there's so many great ones sometimes even better than openings like uh yeah. full metal okay well brotherhood ending one's amazing that's another great yeah one. brotherhood does have good ones. um there's a bunch of great ones i'm trying to think of another uh let's see let's see what's um i think monster well there monster is totally not a typical opening it has more of a musical thing but it has really great opening and ending yeah i haven't i I look up, dude. It, just but... just look up the ending. It it just oh, it just fills you with uh, fear. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's good. Another, I'm trying to think of since we're in the last few questions. Another one I want to ask. Okay, any anime you want, any at all, just bring one up. Maybe one you haven't said yet that you just want to talk about and like maybe recommend. One you recommend. Um, let me think about it. Hold on, give me a sec here. I got one. So while you're thinking, um, I th- I recommend Boarding School Juliet. So I was talking about how like I'm not really big on comedy, and I'm also not. I'm actually I didn't say this, but I'm also not huge on romance either. I don't like. I feel like most romance uh, aren't very good. So as I was saying, Boarding School Juliet is a, a romance comedy anime that I actually enjoyed. I thought it was genuinely funny, and I thought um, again right away it kind of fixes the things I don't like about the genre. Uh, right away the the couple like kind of gets together. And it's, it's just interesting the way it does it because it's based off the story of Romeo, Romeo and Juliet where it's like two factions that uh, despise each other. And in this case, it's like two factions, but now it's at a school where it's like each of the factions have like a school that they have. Um, anyway, that's a great anime. It's only 12 episodes. So also I like that. I hate when romance drags out uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recommend that. So how about you, Jagger? Uh, I would say Dr. Stone is the one I really like right now. Uh, that one to me appealed just because it, I feel like it's pretty different because like it takes place in a place I mean not takes place in a place <laughs> it's uh it's pretty much talks about and follows Senku which is like the main character and then basically everybody in the whole world gets like solidified and they turn into statues right and so he's the first one that's actually out of stone so he gets unsolidified and so he's basically like this super genius kid and he tries to rebuild um the ground basically ground up whole uh, civilization and he tries to implement all the science in it and uh he ends up reviving this guy named Sukasa, and he ends up being like this crazy strong um high schooler because he needs him at the moment so he's like hey i know this guy he's really strong we need him so he unpetrifies him and there ends up being a kind of uh they end, he ends up being kind of like the antagonist of it because he his values 
he wants to basically keep the world all young people all wait, youth. say that who wait say that again because that was interesting who's <clears throat> the antagonist so the antagonist is like this uh he's well known throughout the world um mm-hmm. he's like the strongest high schooler kid like ever and okay. so he's been on like a bunch of shows and stuff he's like world like famous or whatever and so he ends up reviving him because he's in a in a pickle senku because they're running or whatever and so they're running from lions and he needs like you know somebody to keep him alive and so he revives Sukasa and he helps him out so they survive yeah. and so Sukasa ends up saying hey this is like my ideals like i i was he in the want... first episode that i don't no, know if... okay then i didn't then i didn't see him yet so he's okay. the, he becomes the antagonist because he wants to keep this new stone world just to the youth and he doesn't agree with like hey the adults did it wrong they had war they had it it's kind of like similar views to like what thanos like you believe yeah no like you know like you you agree with like hey thanos you're correct like there's too many people probably there's like we should have like enough you know there shouldn't be poverty i I get it like fighting for that kind of cause yeah it It makes an interesting villain so you you disagree with the way he does it but yeah because you you can at least see his perspective exactly because he's trying to kill off like other like a bunch of people and he's like saying you know we shouldn't revive everybody we should only revive the youth the young good uh let's see so I think we're going to have to do the last question. So it's been a good time. So for the final question, what are some of the most epic moments in anime? You can just name a couple. Um, man, I have to beat that horse to death with Full Metal. Uh, with Roy Mustang, his moment, again, it goes into spoilers. So I have to, here, come back to me on that one. because you have. All to... right. Well, I got a couple. Um, so the first one, I mean, there's a ton from One Piece. Um, when Luffy, when, uh, when the Straw Hats are taking on the world government and then... They're trying to save one of their, you know, crewmates, Robin, who's been, like, captured by the war government, and she's kind of caught in this huge uh, entrapment thing, and then Luffy's just, like, you know, he tells one of his, uh, one of his crew, one of his crew members to shoot down their flag, and, like, and then they're, like, dude, do you know what that means? You're declaring war on the world government, and Luffy's, like, I don't care, like, like, you know, we're, 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 we're gonna save our friend, and we're gonna take you guys on, and then, you know, from then on, the world government is, like, this all-encompassing force that covers like you know the whole world uh you know and it's it's uh pretty intense and that was a great moment um i already said rockley versus gara that's amazing so the next one i would say is just there's a ton you know with naruto himself yeah. when naruto shows up to fight pain that was like one of my favorite moments yeah the pain dude because yeah. pain is just taking everyone out he's destroying the leaf village and then naruto comes in with his new sage mode and then, you know, he looks like a boss. He's freaking on top of a toad who's on top of, like, two other toads. <laughs> and then Pain, yeah. one of the Pains charges at him, charges at Tsunade, and then Naruto drops down and smashes his head into the ground, just, like, one shot. And these these things, these Pains are, like, destroying the whole village. Yeah, they killed you know? Ryan. Yeah, and like, he's just, like, one shot. And mm-hmm. I was like, boom. So yeah. I, I say those are two. Uh, I'll say for Mob Psycho, because I don't think you're going to watch it. I don't know. I will eventually. No, uh, but don't, I mean, go ahead. Just say it. Well, I would say, well, because it's going to happen anyways, and it's, I mean, yeah. it doesn't go into spoiler really territory, but when he, um, loses control, I think for the first time, you really see, like, this, like, the scale of his power, and, like, it, it's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. he ends up, like, throwing buildings and, like, things, like, cities and stuff are, like, revol- like, it, it gets crazy. And so, uh, him finally going, like, full, like, 100%, like, psycho mode was pretty insane. Um, another one would be, I would say even recently, I think the promise Neverland, uh, the moment, I don't know if that goes in a hype moment or just like a wow moment. Yeah, if it's a, no, no, that hypes you up. If it's like really insane or inspiring or, um, whatever. I don't know. I thought the escape, like the escape, the whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the whole part of where, um, 
That's hype. And I, yeah, I don't want to like, get into spoilers because if anybody sure it's new, seen, don't spoil it. But, I'm not going to spoil this one because yeah. it's like fairly new. But like where they're plotting to kind of like escape, you know, the place and uh, one of the kids there, I think it was um, Ray. Something like occurs basically. Something happens with Ray and like the whole thing kind of just really shifts its tone and uh, it just something just unexpected happens. And I think when that happens, when they try like escaping and like you know Ray thought of like one thing, but everybody else was thinking another plan. Like, that was really cool because, like, all this thought went behind uh, planning to get out of it in such a cool way. So when they finally yeah. escape and move on, like, it's crazy. All right. Well, that's a good place to end it. Thank yeah. you, Jagger, for joining. I hope you can come on again sometime. Yeah, talk dude. About more anime and other stuff. I love it. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or another podcast place, you can visit the YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's Jiraiya C. That's spelled like the character from Naruto. So J-I-R-A-I-Y-A and then a C. And then I think you can find the channel. Also, you can look up the East Blue Podcast. Uh, drop us a comment if you're still listening. I don't know if anyone is. But say, what was your... Uh, f- how did you first get into anime? And what were the some a few of the anime you saw? Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs>